And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, honey? Ciao. Uh, everything. What's going on with you? Baby, we is the sick and shut in, ain't we? <laughs> we are, but we here. Nonetheless, <laughs> we here, we here, we here. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. What's been going on, honey? Child, I'm trying to nurse myself back to health for the most part. It's been a very chill week for the most part. Not a whole lot, a whole lot. The beginning of the week was very exciting. All the things. Um, <laughs> checking off. It so really was. It, it was. was. Child, it was everything. And then it was like, <laughs> rapidly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very so, rapidly. Yeah. Listen, we had a a whole barbecue planned mm-hmm. and and had to cancel my whole house sick. Child. My whole house sick. <sighs> Everybody in the house sick except Solomon, which I believe it was probably you never know. I don't know. But the whole <laughs> house sick. And uh somebody's been being a uh, uh, I ain't gonna call him a terrible patient because uh oh <sighs> listen I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell y'all how Curlin been showing out on me. I ain't gonna tell you y'all. already know men always make the worst pac- patients. Girl, <laughs> he running a fever. I'm trying to get him to go to bed last night. Mm-hmm. Just growl a grumpy. <laughs> I told him to Girl. hurry up. I was like, hurry up. And he was like, You told me to hurry up. <laughs> no, you didn't. Girl. <laughs> Back up off me now. Back up off you- me. You, you might, I, girl, I might as well have called him some type of nigga. Something <laughs> he was like, you told me to hurry up. <laughs> yes. Hurry up and get your ass in the bed. I can't tell my husband to hurry up either. Girl, he was walking around that thing slow. He didn't want to go to bed, first of all. I was like, sir, <laughs> you're running a fever. Mm-hmm. Get in the bed. I mean. <laughs> girl. Even though you telling him something for his own good, how dare you? You know, mm-hmm. honey. I know how it is. Yeah, he he still woke up this morning, kind of like looking at me with like all the shade, honey. Like, oh, he was holding on to that. Mm. He'll be fine. I ain't even gonna lie though, my husband. So my husband hasn't been sick, and the crazy thing is, so. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sick. I need to sleep in the spare bedroom. And while he was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like he, he will never let me. He literally will run the risk of getting sick himself rather than letting me sleep in the spare bedroom. Like, sir, I'm sick. You like, I'm you, you know, it's contagious. Why would you want me to sleep in the same bed as you? Concrete. I did, see, that's where we differ. I tried to cough on Carlin to make sure he was sick with me. No. So we could go through it together. Yeah, girl. Like, no. I, don't, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be, and I'm going to tell you something. He's been taking excellent care of me. And I'm like, I'm one of those people that typically, like, I don't like to bother people. 
but like, you know, we've been together at this point for five years. So like, I've gotten used to asking, like if I need something. So I'll be like, babe, I need cough drops, babe. Do you mind getting me? Cause he, you know, um, cleaning carpets yesterday and doing all kinds of stuff. And I'm like in the bed with my computer and like, just really hadn't done much of anything. And I was like, like he was my personal butler <laughs> and he didn't mind. And he cooked dinner and cooked a hearty dinner, pigeon peas and, you know, oh. chicken thighs and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I was enjoying it. <laughs> yes. Look, 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 oh my gosh. Hey, babe. Oh my God. Here we go. Here you go. Okay, so it was cool for me to do all the stuff <laughs> I did yesterday, including <laughs> running the grill with that same fever. Oh! Yeah, when you want me to come to bed, all of a sudden I got to He blasting your way. <laughs> he blasting you. Mm-hmm. First of all, sir, <laughs> sir, he blasting you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had a fever until like last <laughs> night. <laughs> and when I figured you had a fever, <laughs> he blasted you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Babe, uh, I you <laughs> that <in> a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he did that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh wait. Mm-hmm. It was cool when you had him ripping and running and running around the house doing all those things, though. But when you wanted him to come to bed, then it's her up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you damn you right. You ain't ish. You ain't ish. You really ain't. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't blame you, bro. Carla, like, okay, you gonna bring it up? Well, guess what? I got something for that. <laughs> no, I told him. I told him last night. Mm-hmm. I was like, sir. You, you need some rest. You have mm-hmm. been ripping and running all day and you have a fever. You need mm-hmm. some rest. That's all it was. Child. <laughs> uh, baby, he ain't playing no games with you. Oh, child. He just said that in the Yes. Yes. He's not playing any games with you. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at bro, Carla. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little... Uh... <laughs> I, I, I feel some type of way. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure you'll be all right. Listen. You will. Honey, I don't want no problems. Let me stop talking about Let me talk about yeah. me. Let's, let's move on. Uh, Shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and move on. What else is going on, Shy? Baby, I got served. Yeah, you did. You did. In the chat. With a super chat. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the way. Um, oh, child. What else is going on, child? Um, girl, like, I feel like as long as we've been gone, it should have been a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot of, but not too much on my end. I did see a few things. I wanted to ask you about this. So I saw, I don't know if you saw the clip where Michael B. Jordan, L'Oreal, is a reporter, blogger, what have you. And (laughs) she caught Michael B. Jordan on the red carpet. And she was interviewing him for a movie premiere, which he not only acted in, but he also directed. And um, he giving her shade, total shade the entire time she talking, side-eyeing the heck out of her. 
And I'm like, dang, what's T? And he let her finish talking, introducing him. And he like, oh yeah, the one who you call corny. And like, chopped her off. So come to find out, I guess at some point she called him corny and she tried to play it down like, no, you're misinterpreting what I said. Um, that's not what I said. I was just saying we used to make fun of the name. And he was a complete gentleman about it. He went on to answer her question. She asked a question or two about the movie and he answered the question, but he called her out and let her know. He was like, yeah, I heard what you said. And he said it just like that. And the thing is, Michael B. Jordan is known to be like the nice guy. So she probably didn't, ex she probably, it sounds like she said something shady about him, didn't expect him to call her on it, didn't know or think that he would remember. And if he did, she thought, oh, He's so tactful that he's not going to call me on it. And he called her on it and rightfully so. So I wanted to know if you saw the exchange and if so, what your thoughts were. I kind of feel like this, like almost like some passport bro shit. You know how dudes was getting talked about in high school and stuff and chicks wasn't giving them no play and no time. And then they finally grew up and got some muscles and shit. Mm -hmm. And then they still feel like they then got beyond the corn and shit. Mm -hmm. Michael B. Irvin, like you still corny. I don't care. Good to see you, bro. I don't care. You just a corny dude with money. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, girl, you know they get that money and they can't see beyond that corn anymore. Ain't nothing changed but the bank account. <laughs> Listen, that corn, baby, you still pop. You still popcorn. You 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 corn on the cob. You are Mexican street corn. You are corny. Ooh. You corn. Oh. And I, I'd have been like, I'd have, I'd have threw that shade right back. Like, babe, only thing changed was some money, honey. Oh. Okay. You know, like I said, when you get that money, Honey, and you you didn't you you think you didn't put on a new smell? No, baby, we mm -hmm. can still smell the corn, honey. That corn mm -hmm. is it reeks out of your pores. Like we can still smell it. No, nah, yeah. good, baby. Like you still corny. Like, and it's all it's, it's nothing wrong with that. But money don't make you uncorny. Money just makes you have money. You have money. <laughs> you corny. It doesn't uncorn you. It doesn't uncorn you. You a corny dude corny. with money. Mm -hmm. Listen, and I get it. Like there was a lesson in this, and it is that um, you know, be careful how you treat people because you never know when you might be the one seeking an interview. You know, he could have just chumped her off and been like, I don't got nothing to say to you, and talked to the reporter behind her or gave everybody else a few moments of his time aside from her. So I I was like, there's a lesson in this in that because it reminded me of how Jack A. Um, the, what's her real name? The woman who played Jack A um, went on to say, yeah, how she um, used to treat Kenya Barris, who's a big TV producer from Blackish and Grownish and a ton of other productions. And that he used to be like, um, used to do like the screen, he used to bring like the screen rights or the, the screenplays for 227 and how she treated him horribly. And then at one point in time, he was doing castings for a movie and she went up for one of the movies and sent in her 
um, video and he responded like, do you remember me? And didn't give her the role. And he reminded her that she treated him horribly. So it's kind of like one of those things like, you you know, kind of like you never know when the person on the bottom is going to be the person that you need type of thing. I don't know. I get that. I, now, I, I do believe in being just decent to people. Yeah. And you don't have to be a bitch to everybody. But I I would have definitely kept that same energy. Like, yeah. eh, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what? keep it real. You want it all the way through. Like, I'm not like, going to switch it, it up. I'm right? not, it, it's not a thing because you're not going to be the only famous person that I'll come across. You're not going to, if I'm in a certain industry, unless, unless you're at the top of the food chain and you could actually stop things for me. Um, I'd take the Monique route and I'd blast her ass all over social media for holding a grudge for 20 years. Then the thing that kind of kills me with people. So in certain aspects, we want to hold people accountable for things they said 20 years ago. Then it's and a lot of times we don't want to, you know, well, they were just a child. They were just like this. I'm not the same person I was a week ago. I, I hope I've grown and I hope I have continuous growth. So if you're, if you, if we come across each other 20 years later and you say, oh, well, when I was in um, middle school and you called me, um, uh, you called me four eyes. I remember that. And I was like, baby, you still mad about something? <laughs> like, I don't even remember. Like, <laughs> Get over it. It's not that deep. Yeah, and I don't necessarily uh, believe in, like, holding on to grudges like that. Like, you know, um, but it almost sounded like she knew him from high school, and she said to him in her career as a reporter, she said to someone in her career as a reporter, he used to be corny in high school because what she, what she tried to say to redeem herself was, no, I said we used to make fun of your name in high school. Not that you, so not necessarily that she bullied him in high school. She must have went on record as saying he used to be corny in high school. And he was like, nah, I found, you know, I heard what you said. But nonetheless, I get what you mean about like, you know, holding those grudges from the past. But at the same time, yeah, for most people it ain't. But at the same time, if you try to play with my name and I had the chance to let you know I know what you did. I don't know that I would, I would, you know, pass up that chance. I might be petty. It really depends upon the mood. Because a lot of times, like, and I've been finding myself doing this a lot. I've been in a very trolling type of mood. Um, on TikTok, baby, I've been trolling my arse oh, off because so good. I'm loving like, you. They keep coming for me. Like, okay, so I've been posting it's Black History Month. So I've been posting a lot of black history content, and all the white supremacists are on my in my comments and having a time with them, like a whole time, and getting in the mud with them. And so I've just felt like trolling where a lot of times I'll ignore it. Like nobody's about to play with these fools, you know, and sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'll go for an hour with you comment for comment. So it really just depends on, you know, what mood I'm in when you catch me. Okay. 
Um, shout out to All Seeing Eye. He says, "Don't pretend he ain't corny when you see him." Then, um, and the thing is, Michael B. Jordan. Um, you know, let me let me not say this because I'm gonna piss y'all off. I mean, who really checking for him after uh, Lori done dumped him? I mean, I'm just saying, never mind. No, I I, I, I ain't want to say that, but but he was able to bag Lori. If he was able to bag Lori, then that means that he 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 has certain some caliber. He's a certain type of caliber of guy, right? No, it doesn't. Um, Lori <laughs> has been bagged by the likes of Future, <laughs> Justin, Diddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder if she got peed on. I'm curious. You know. <laughs> I'm curious. But, I mean, if she was bagged by them, then that's not really a big accomplishment or anything. So, uh, like... Michael B. his ex before Lori was beautiful, though. Like, I think, you know, Black women may find Michael B. Jordan to be a tad corny. Like, for, you know, Michael B. Jordan, I ain't even gonna cap. For most, for a lot of Black women, I don't think Michael B. Jordan does it for a lot of black women i think in certain roles like we'd be like oh he gave what needed to give but i think we don't see him in enough of those roles in killmonger we were like yes if we saw him in more masculine roles we would be able to see him in that very in that light where because we like a lot of masculine energy but we don't a, a lot of black women don't see him in that light but no. i think that women of other races definitely are going to check for him we get yeah. it we get it uh sometimes it's you know like as save yourself black man go and be go forth and be great um because we yeah. you know black women like a little swag we like a little mm. toxic masculinity you know um and then they, they roast like him in the flowers <laughs> they roast him in the comments talking about oh you know there's a problem with black women wanting you know swag and wanting masculinity and black women no, are swag efforts that that's the thing though y'all don't talk about the conditioning that we receive as a people from jump we receive swag. They give us a sprinkle of swag when we're born. You're black. Swag. Just a little swag. We've been conditioned like that since jump. And um, yeah. I think to be completely honest, blackness is tied into, you know, masculine, you know, masculinity is associated with blackness heavily. The darker you are, the more masculine you um you know appear to be. The more ma- and that's that's a lot of media, and it's been that way for hundreds of years. This is nothing new. That is why you all in the comments every day talk about dark skinned women being angry and having worse attitudes than light skinned women. That's a white supremacist talking point that's been passed down for generations, okay. literally for generations. So. Our ingrained thoughts to see certain types of men as more masculine is something that has been also passed down to us. Those, um, you know, 
beliefs and those attractions and and what we see as attractive and, and that, which is tied into our culture is something that is passed down that is cultural and it's not something that you know what you I as a woman should be faulted for because I see certain things as more masculine and as more attractive. That doesn't mean that another woman might not see Michael B. Jordan and say he is the cream of the crop and he's the bee's knees and he's all that and find him to be very attractive because attractiveness is on a spectrum. But in my opinion, um, I don't think that most women, most women that I've been in, um, in, in, in circles with, and we have conversations about, you know, male actors and who's an attractive male actor. Michael B. Jordan's name does not come up ever, ever. It don't ever, but they'll say like, like if we're talking about actors, they'll say Idris Elba. And like, it's not that Idris Elba's features are more attractive. I think that he play, he's played more masculine roles. He's a, he's a tall, dark, mysterious, tall, dark. He has a tall, dark and handsome thing going on. He, you know, has this um, thing that would make you feel secure. Literally, it, uh, the roles that you see him play, you associate that with what who you believe him to be as a person. It's just yeah. a psychological thing that we do as people. Yeah. Read B super chat. B, I thought we was past all of this bullshit. <sighs> okay, so B <laughs> says, hi, Concrete, passing through. Good to see you. Not sure how y'all split super chats, but I would like mine to go entirely through. <laughs> also, if Concrete could read all B super chats, that would be appreciated. Anyway, have a good show, Concrete. Oh, he mad at you, Fanny? Oh, y'all beefing. I'm I'm not beefing. Oh, be, he be beefing with himself. Oh, be beefing. But be, uh, be we love you too as a show. Thank you for the support too. to the breakdown. Thank you so much, B. Yeah. We appreciate you as a team, as a as sisters. We appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all seeing I thank you so much. He says, that's the thing is Lori got to go to the press first. He blew her off is what y'all don't know. I knew y'all was going to bring that up. Child, Here we go. Here we go. But see, and this is the other thing. Because we, uh, because I said that the roles that he played, now y'all see how y'all go to the extreme. I never said anything about him being soft because I say that he doesn't play the most masculine roles or isn't casted for the most masculine roles. You automatically assume soft. That is your own projection. And then you say, oh, it's because he likes anime. My husband likes anime. My husband did martial arts for 25 years. My husband is into the most nerdy things. My husband is into horticulture and herbs and iridology. And he, I ain't never met a man or seen a man, even on TV, that is more masculine. Come on. Like, it has nothing to do with that. He just doesn't strike me as a super masculine guy. Okay. Um, shout out to Cheap Rocker. He brings a valid question. What's the difference between actors like Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and Michael B. Jordan? Didn't they have Michael B. Jordan playing somebody gay at some point? Um, for me, I, I told y'all this a show last show. Um, white men don't um 
don't display masculinity in the way that black men do. I don't ever really get masculinity from white men. I talked about Tom Cruise and y'all acting like he is, well, society seeing him as a very masculine white man, but me seeing him in the opposite form, him jumping on couches and him wearing high heels to make himself appear taller. I don't see him as masculine. I don't know what y'all, it could be an age thing, um, Courtney, Michelle, it could, it could very well be an age thing, but if that's the case, then why do I see Damson Idris as masculine and he is in the same age group? So I don't know that it's necessarily an age thing and I'm not, we're, me and you are in the same age range. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And you know, I don't know. Even my daughters, I never hear them say Michael B. Jordan when we talk about like a masculine actor. I don't necessarily think that it is the an age thing. I'm not ruling that out, but there are young actors that I see as masculine. Um, the gentleman who played um, Fred Hampton, I see him as masculine. So um, I don't know. It's not that I don't see any young actors as masculine. It's Michael B. Jordan. I'm talking me, about one in me, particular. Let me say this. Um, at at one point, there were rumors about Michael B. Jordan being um, homosexual. There were some rumors oh. maybe about a decade or so back. I remember specifically. Um, and I think Clarence Jr. makes a great point. Yep, you see Damson as masculine because he plays a drug dealer. There... With Damson, <laughs> they... He plays a masculine drug dealer. <laughs> Listen, you know what? He's a masculine drug dealer. I don't know. Maybe you know crazy. what? It's funny that you think that because you know who else I see is masculine who does not play a drug dealer. Like you think that it, it like y'all y'all literally think that black women are only attracted to drug dealers and thugs, and that that's the only way that you can be masculine. My husband has never sold a bag of a a crumb of weed. Has never sold a roach. Like it does. It has nothing to do with that. Y'all lack masculinity, so y'all don't know how, like what it takes to possess it or what women see when they see masculinity. Jonathan Majors, I see him as a masculine man. And even after the photo shoot? Yes, I still see him as a masculine man. Literally, that, the photo you shoot. know why? Yes, because that is one photo shoot. And my overall view of him, I've seen him play characters and in roles where he embodied something very masculine. That does that one photo shoot, and I only saw a picture from a photo shoot, did not does not wipe away all of the images that I have of him in very masculine roles. So yes, I do. Like y'all just don't possess masculinity. So y'all like, it has to be because he sell drugs and that's your escape. That's your way to say, oh, cause I'm not selling drugs. She doesn't see me as masculine. It has nothing to do with that. Nothing. Did you see Jonathan Majors as masculine before he did the photo shoot? I never really paid him any attention. You've never no. seen any movies he was in? Nope. Not that I would be able to call out by name. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say <laughs> no, but like he's not a memorable person to me, so I don't think I have. Hmm. 
You know what's also interesting is because it's not like a build and a look that's a dark skin, big male that I, okay, so a couple things. I don't see The Rock as really this huge masculine man and I don't see Terry Crews as a mass, like a big masculine man. Like, no, I, but I think Terry Crews has done too many things that would be considered anti-masculine for us to consider him a masculine man. Yeah. Then what I was going to ask you, does it matter if the men has dated white women? Um, when a man has dated white women, um, now you've had the Cynthia G's of the world associate men who date outside of their race as um, less masculine than men who date within their race. And I thought that was an interesting parallel because mm. then when I thought about Michael B. Jordan, at one point, Michael B. Jordan hadn't been with black women and there was a thing with that, right? And it, then you had all the little gay rumors and I was like, is that the thing that's attributed to him or people not looking at him as being like, you, you get what I'm saying in that aspect? Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, my, I, I had always like, okay, so probably up until more recently when I, I'm trying to open my mind around the subject, <laughs> I always stereotyped guys who dated outside their race. And in a sense that I felt like, well, I felt like certain types of dudes date outside their race. Um, and in part of that stereotype was that guys who are very secure in their masculinity don't typically date outside their race. However, I've seen some guys in media and in real life who appear to be very secure within their masculinity that date outside their race. So I don't know that that is necessarily true. Um, so I don't know if that is true, but I will say it is possible that men who date outside their race, a Michael B. Jordan, for example, um, in the in, in the example that you gave, don't feel that they have to put on this false bravado and have be uh, overtly masculine because they are not dating black women, and you know white women don't require that, or women of other right. races necessarily require that so that's possible uh shout out to all seeing i he said damn it sounds like sister george went to high school with mike as well y'all going in <laughs> what happened oh um God. i am old as dirt honey i wish i went i wish i was 36 <sighs> and i'm more, more like 46 50 Child, oh my god stop it you know honey y'all i'm crashing into the wall honey and it's stop okay. it we here um shout out to MGTOW university says i know y'all don't think damson is more masculine than mbj and snowball literally was a cornball nerd that turned drug dealer y'all on some bs today yeah mm-hmm I, I see him in a more masculine light than um, Michael B. Jordan. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like maybe. But, the, but you know what men think when I, and I think when men look at masculinity, mm -hmm. they're looking at guys that work out and they do like um, what's all the little contest and 
obstacle courses and shit. And <sighs> they rolling around in dirt with guns and shit. <clears throat> and masculinity to us, I think, is more so of an energy and how a man carries himself. Mm. And I think that's the difference in how women view masculinity versus what men see as masculinity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Masculinity is probably more so of an energy for us. It's an energy form. And let me tell you something. Men literally shun anything spiritual, anything that's not tangible that they can't see. They act like they can't connect with that because it's requiring them to go deeper. Oh, here they come with that you know, who shot John or whatever. They shun it. So you you hit the nail on the head with it being more of an energy. Oftentimes when I see those men that's going that hard in the gym and that's, uh, you know, those workout contests and they're um, competing and stuff, that should look gay to me. Like, that's but not, that's mas- and that, that's that's the not masculine. But, I don't see that as, a, like, I'm not attracted to that. I, I'm turned off by it. You're turned off by what? A lot of that, like competitive, like they, you know, you know those. Um, but that's masculine. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about. I don't see it as, as an energy. Like I don't know if you know okay. what I'm talking about. I do. Like even I do. like my husband and my husband has always been into fitness. If I look at a lot of my husband's fitness magazines, I'd be like. Because they have to pose, showing their glutes and all of that type of stuff. I, I don't like, like, it's not, and it's just photos, but I don't like it. I don't see that. But also I, as a woman, like, I can't feel the energy of pictures on a page. It's literally photos of them showing their glutes, showing their hams, showing stuff like that. Like fitness magazines don't do it for me, but men think this is like men who don't have a full understanding of masculinity think this is what masculinity is just what I see in a fitness magazine but as women oftentimes we'll see those photos just like I know I know women who like um I know male exactly strippers but I know going. a lot of women who cannot stand male strippers I'm one of them it's a super turnoff to me I don't it's like it but but you know what the turnoff is to me it's like you as a man willing to sell your dick <laughs> and thirst trap <laughs> <laughs> that means you're willing to do anything and everything grimy to do whatever. And it's just weird that as a man that you'd be willing to sell your t- it's a weird concept. Um, because it's usually it's been a thing that women have been able to capitalize off of as opposed, you know, a woman uses her body, she sells herself. I get that I get a woman doing it, but a man doing it, it's cheap, it's extra cheap. And it yeah. really cheapens a man in my eyes. Um, shout out to Leo Anthony. He said masculinity <laughs> to women is more about how aggressive and dominant you come across as a man. Not necessarily aggressive. There yeah, are man. men who don't come across as aggressive, but they can come across as dominant. I think those things could be true. Like you don't have to be aggressive to be right. dominant, but yeah. you Dominance is definitely a masculine thing. Assertive and, is more of I, I like when a man asserts himself and like this is what we're doing, but you don't have to be aggressive. Um yeah. that's definitely not a requirement. They <laughs> uh, on your ass, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not 
that a lot. That is, that's my example of masculinity. That's the biggest example. And it is the strongest example. It's the best example. And I've never seen anything comparable. So I'm going to defer to that all the time. So excuse me. Courtney says, I look at masculinity in a man as what he can do. Yard work, fixing cars, not scared to get dirty. Yeah, that's also very masculine. A lot of women are turned on by men doing men things. Like that's some of the set, like a man outside doing some yard work and sweating, child. Let me bring you a glass of lemonade, baby. I feel like those things are a given. I don't even like that to me. That should go without saying. Like to me, and I don't even like that should go without saying. That's a part of being masculine. But I'm talking about like you, you. That's only what you what you typically get when you get the man. Like. How how are you like what attracts you to a man? Like what do you see that attracts you to a man that let that makes you what how do you how do you interpret masculinity before you get to that point? Like how do okay. women interpret masculinity? And that's why I go back to what Danny said as we interpret masculinity as an energy form. And I strongly believe that. And I think that that's the simplest, that's the best way to simplify it. Whereas men are looking at it as something tangible that men are doing. Women are yeah. interpreting masculinity as an energy form. And, and a great way to talk to and another example is how a man makes us feel. Do we feel safe in his presence? We will associate that with him being a masculine um, form. We feel safe with him. Women interpret masculinity in an energy form. Yeah. Yeah. And men are, men look at, but you ever notice that men think we have a certain thing in our head that's attractive about men and that's and it's like the muscles and men <laughs> and a lot of women may not necessarily find what men find attractive in men and it's not a gay thing but men will say um you ever been accused of liking like a certain type of guy and it's like it'd be like the furthest thing but a guy will look at a guy and say, well, he's got those muscles and he's tall and he's like that. Mm. And you can see the corn in the guy and you're like, hell no. Yeah. But they'll be like, well, you like him because he's like this and he's like that. Mm -hmm. And <sighs> yeah, but it's like you notice like you you are repelled by his the lack of energy that you're sensing from him. So although physically he may have the appearance that most women are attracted to, that energy isn't there for you. So it's like, yeah, he may look, have the look, but yeah. there's something lacking that wouldn't even allow me to look his way. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But girl, that yeah. Was good. I uh, something else you wanted to talk about. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, and I forgot to pull him up, about Ashanti getting back with Nelly and what you thought about that. Ashanti is supposedly back with Nelly. Um, Nelly drug her ass through the dirt, um, did not give her a ring, ended up with Miss Jackson, um, drug Miss Jackson through the damn dirt, did not give her a ring. And now um, we're hearing that Ashanti is back with him. 
and I wanted to know what your thought process was on what your thought process is for that because <clears throat> I'm looking at Ashanti like Ashanti, you would don't be a damn fool twice, baby. Don't be a um, I wasn't aware of I wasn't aware that they were back together and I haven't heard anything about them being back together. So this is the first that I've heard of it. But um I don't know. Ashanti um don't seem to be batting at a thousand for you know her love life. So I would not be completely shocked if she ended back up with Nelly. I, I wouldn't. Um, like what successful relationship have we seen Ashanti in? I think Ashanti is um somewhat smart for keeping her relationship business private. I mm-hmm. actually prefer that for, for a lot of Hollywood stars because we don't know a lot. We know some of her business, but yeah. it's not ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I saw that she was getting back with Nelly, <laughs> I'm like, the thing with Ashanti now, Ashanti has kept that body banging, honey. That body is still on point. Ashanti looks good. Good, tiny. Ashanti looks good. And so then when I see her back with Nelly, so it kind of reminded me of like one of those things to where I think he, I really feel like he's going to fuck her over all over again. And she's still going to end up in the same position. Nelly should be still playing with these women out here. Like he did, like he did Miss Jackson. Keeping her on the strain, talking about a ring. Nelly is, yeah, no, ain't nobody got time to play with me. But and I and I was like, oh, honey, because it seems like the desperation has set in. Um, last night, Jason Black did a a freaking live stream about Erica Badu, honey. Oh, honey. Mm. Oh, honey. It was sickening. It was sickening. <clears throat> talking about the last train leaving and I was thinking of Ashanti and I'm like oh Ashanti honey I still don't think Nelly has anything for you I think Nelly is going to play in your face all over again and you're going to be back in the same position that you were in before y'all saying that Nelly ain't get over her and shit I I don't know if Nelly was necessarily into her um, because he did not give her a ring and they dated for years on end and he never gave her a ring. That's his track record though. That's what he do. But, and that's ring my win. point. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I think that, um, you know, to definitely tie into, uh, men being, um, single and stuff and them, cho- some of them choosing to be single. I, I don't think he's going to, I think it's going to be the same result. I don't think he's going to make any real moves toward her. I I don't, <clears throat> I don't foresee him um, doing anything too serious. I think he going to continue to play the games that he always plays. So um, I don't see it going anywhere, um, but he might be at an age that he finally ready. You know, sometimes a man <laughs> makes a move when he's ready. And that's why like, you'll see women that will dedicate 20 years to somebody and he'll get with a woman and she's with him for six months and he does the right thing by her. So you never know. 
Yeah. Shout out to Nerdine. He says, hey, Sister George and C. Rose just saying hello. Hey, Nerdine. Thank you. But, uh, girl. Yeah. Have you heard about these passport bros? Hey. Child, they've been having so much going on. Which what 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 are we talking about? Not them having brothers stranded uh in, in airports in Dominican. I, I mean that's like it's so much. Uh what 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 are we talking about today? We're talking about them having brothers stranded over in the Dominican Republic, begging for a hundred dollars. Girl, to to get on their spirit flight. I mean, they ain't got but fifteen dollars in their pocket. What what are we talking about? Baby went over there on a prayer. <laughs> Five hundred dollars, no credit card, ain't got no set, no uh savings, no nothing. Taking donations to get back home. Baby ain't hmm. even have a goddamn deposit pending. What, bruh? <laughs> Just Talking about he's them. hungry, hungry in the airport. Talking about fuck Keisha. <laughs> Y'all got to talking do about these American bitches ain't shit. <laughs> I need them to do better. Y'all brethren, y'all need to do better. Listen, they went all over the <laughs> Not a rush car. <laughs> a prepaid. <laughs> Baby, he needed to use somebody EBT card to get back home. Sell some stamps over there or something. <laughs> Y'all got to do better. Y'all got to do better. Mm -mm -mm. How? And and so I I also had another question for you because Mm -hmm. there has been a war heating up between the foreign women (laughs) of other worlds and black women. And... Um, I'm, I wanted to know, in your opinion, are the passport bros weaponizing foreign women against American women? Are the passport bros doing that? And you are frozen. Mm. Can you hear but you're me? back. You're back. Yeah, you're back. You're back. You're back. Uh, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yeah, girl, you frozen, honey. You you frozen and then you come back. <laughs> it do look a little weird, though, right? You see, like I got the face right. I think I did. Um, let me. I think that's gonna be our poll question for today. Um. Our passport bros weaponize the foreign women against American women. I have been seeing a lot of clips. Uh, <laughs> BGS, not the Filipinas that got her. <laughs> Listen, um, I have been watching uh, the foreign women coming on, 
we got your men, American women, we got your men. They don't want you. We got your men. We know how to treat your men. And y'all been talking about how we don't speak English and how we dirty foots. Oh, shit. And we got your men, American women. And y'all ain't got no men. And we the ones who got them. And y'all fucked up. And we the shit. Because we got all your passport bros, American women. And so. I don't know if they were necessarily weaponizing them against black women, but I absolutely think they were supporting the the foreign women um, going against black women. I think they encouraged it. I think they um, supported it and, you know, they um, rallied behind them and they enjoyed it. They did. Uh, shout out to Big Town Universe. Um, he says, no, because black women came for them first with a dirty foot and baby Chalupa comments. It's Wait a minute. I don't know how it started. This is what happened. Black men were like, these American women are dumb and they're fat and they're ugly and they're baby mamas and they ain't shit. And they ain't da 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 da, and they ain't got no education. And they, they, so black men were saying all of these things to foreign women. And I think black women will like looked up and was like, now hold up, goddammit. Hold up. Hold up. Mm-hmm. You talking about me being a single mother, but then you go into a country where their single mother rate is higher than ours. Mm-hmm. Then they don't, a lot of women don't, if they're in another country, a lot of them don't know how to speak English because they're in their home country. Why would they? That's another thing. Um, And <laughs> if you guys are sitting there and y'all talking shit with each other and then black women are sitting there and we, we, we decide to hit y'all ass back and, and say, well, you hear her. You gotta bring uh two tacos and a bag of rice, and you can get some ass, and you know, like what's what's what you tripping for? I think that's kind of what started it off. But um, concrete. Um, let me read this super chat. Shout out to Koja. She said, "I hate those women are reduced to that for survival." Um, honey, listen. Um, I will say though. In all honesty, like, first of all, we roast. That's what we do. But I can say that uh, roasting them when black men are coming for us is like they aren't the ones that were coming for us. So I can say that. And that would be the same way if, you know, black men, um, if, you know, they jumped in in defense of black men and started up talking about us before black women ever said anything about them. So our comments should have been directed towards black men, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I'm going to stop trolling in all honesty. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) I can acknowledge though that, uh, you know, even the rice comments and all of that, in all honesty, if our beef is with black men, then the comments, the 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 roasting, um, our criticism should be of black men, not the women that they are dealing with. 
No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why I think that's different. How? If black men are saying, okay, black women are single mothers and we're tired of single mothers. Single mothers have ruined our society. We are tired of single mothers. Single mothers are the bane of our existence. Mm -hmm. Then they go to a country of single mothers and they're propping these single mothers up and saying, well, no, this is a a single mother, but she's different because she's a single mother over here and she's not from this. So it's certain aspects of things that I feel like we do get to criticize because they've been critical of us in certain aspects. So then you talk about, well, they'll talk about, they don't like city girl culture. Um, They don't like city girl culture. The culture here is messed up, yada, yada, yada. And then you're going somewhere else to, uh, you going to fuck in other countries but you talk about hoes over here and you're saying, mm-hmm. well, these hoes, they hoes, they hoes. Oh, we want our women to be like this. We want our women to be like that. And then you go partake in a certain thing, but you're not calling a spade a spade all the way around. Mm-hmm. And I would call it out because of, of the, it's, it's a, it's hypocrite, hypocritical. If it wasn't hypocritical, then there wouldn't be anything said. If the same energy was, exuded all the way around i wouldn't have anything to say about it but you don't get to call us hoes and then go trick and then not say anything about the hoes over there you got to be able to call it out all the way around because y'all gonna call us everything but a name of god when we do something but then go participate in the same behaviors that you're saying that you dislike or you're participating in a culture that you're saying that ruined our country you're saying that our culture is fucked up over here but uh, a lot of those women don't like participating in that, but it's a way of life for them. And there's nothing to be said about it. So I feel like it's, we can call out the hypocrisy and it's, we, it's nothing personal. We don't know those women, but it's certain things about our culture that people call out. And we sitting here like, well, how the hell are you going to participate in something? You're saying that you don't like this, but, What's tea? Highlighting facts is one thing. Calling people out of their name and disrespecting their culture is another. And that would be the same thing if people did it to our culture, whether it be people from the UK, whether it be people from the Philippines, whether wherever they are in the world, when people come against Black American culture, disrespecting the culture, we take offense to it. Highlighting the facts of their, you know, um, out of wedlock birth rate, highlighting the facts of, you know, prostitution within their, you know, um, these different countries and things like that. It's one thing. The dirty fit comments, the, you know, bag of rice comments. And this is coming from okay. a person who engages in it. But like I said, I'm going to always okay. troll y'all because it's y'all. But um, I'm going to also be truthful about the facts. So, yeah, you're right in one aspect that, you know, yes, we do have the right to highlight the hypocrisy by stating facts, factual information. But the factual information doesn't have to be offensive to the point that we're disrespecting the culture of, you know, these women and or the women. So that's just how I feel also facts. Uh, shout out to Neradine. <laughs> he says, a passport brother stranded in Dominican Republic. That's bad. But the lovely sisters having sex trips in Jamaica. That's a good thing, right? Oh, the hypocrisy. 
shout out to Eugene Steele. <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> um, he says Obsidian and Dennis Sperling recently pointed out that passport hoes had been doing things they accuse the passport bros mm-hmm. of doing. Um, honey, let me show you this damn clip, girl. Wait, before you do that, let me just say this real quick. So in the comments, I see people and they're like, oh, we're going to roast black women. We're not defending black women. We're never going to protect y'all. This is what y'all already do. Like y'all are highlighting what black men have and have been doing and continue to do. So what what difference is it going to make? Like y'all are literally stating the obvious. This is no different. Like in this, y'all are taking offense as if we talk it. You know, the crazy thing is y'all act like we sat up here and said we're going to continue to talk about y'all mamas as if we are doing what black men do when they talk about all black women. And they are talking about y'all mamas, including y'all. Y'all are taking this so personal as if we're talking about your daughters, your wives, your mothers. When we say I'm going to continue to troll oh, we're not going to offer protection, even though this protection would extend to your mother, your daughter, your wife. What else is new? This is this 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 is nothing new. So black women will not be surprised. You guys are stating the obvious. You know, this is already the state of the black community across the U.S. There you have it. But let me just play you this girl. Um, shout out to Mr. Apollo. Listen up. A very poor woman, $40 to give him her undivided attention and unlimited sex can never come back. All right, enough. Okay. Black women, stop the racism. Stop the bigotry. Stop the belittling. Stop the shame. Okay. Of these women. Now, just quit the fuck shit. Okay. It's enough that y'all do it to us men. But these women do not deserve that, okay? Black women, stop the racism toward Filipino and Asian-descended women. It's wrong. You ladies of all should know better than this. Y'all complain about racism and bigotry so much, but you're doing it to another group of women who has done nothing to you guys. Nothing whatsoever. We choose them, okay? We choose them over y'all, period. Okay? Those women come from a beautiful country. Okay? They're feminine and friendly. That's all we care about. Seriously. But I, I listen to videos like this and it sickens me to my core. It really does. And for whatever purpose, they do not deserve this. You guys are consistently calling them names. They come from a better culture than y'all do. They actually know their culture. Okay? These are beautiful, natural hair females. And to, Fili- to Filipino women, to Asian descended women, on behalf of the women, which I know this isn't really going to count to them, let me, a black man, apologize. We love y'all, okay? We black men love all feminine, friendly women, period, okay? And I'm sorry that you guys have to hear this because this is just wrong and bigoted as hell, You know, all of our women do not think like that, but it is a high majority. So understand this is what we as black men are getting away from. Okay. 
It's just wrong. You guys are talking about these women live in huts. Y'all talking about they got dirty feet and all this and that. That's racist. It's wrong. It's bigoted. Black women, stop the fuck shit. Okay? Seriously, they come from a beautiful culture. These are culture women that have a high marriage rate. Okay? So quit it with the fuck shit. Quit with the racism. Quit with the bigotry. We choose them. That ain't their fault. If y'all would get y'all shit together, then y'all would have this problem. While y'all talking about they live in huts, at least that's they huts. A lot of y'all live with your mammoths, okay? Anyway, that's all I got to say. Again, as a black man, I apologize to Filipino and Asian descendant women. This is your boy, Apollo, making calling out hateful, jealous, envious bitches great again. What are your thoughts? And to have Malcolm, to have Malcolm back there, to have Malcolm back there looking out the window, <laughs> to have Malcolm back there looking out the window with the cat. <laughs> Listen, um, this is what I mean. He going to bat for these women of other races uh, women of other cultures um, going going to bat for them hard, um, just like the men in the comments. Um, you know that's that's their brethren. I get it. Um, he took that very personal. He reprimanded the heck out of black women, and this, uh, as you just stated, coming from a black woman who just acknowledged that absolutely it is a personal attack when you you know, say offensive things to these women. However, they don't ever take it this personal. They don't take it personal at all when black men going in on black women <laughs> and they do it every day, all day, video after video. But how dare a black woman have to say something, have something to say about their beloved group of others? You know, how dare you? Um, I just, I am at a loss for words. <laughs> and that's where. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Mr. Curling. He says, in my opinion, everybody running their mouths too much. The dudes should just really shut up and make moves and the chicks should just shut up and mind their own. Neither one of them want the other. Complaining about it serves no purpose. Um, baby, listen, honey, we'd be a better play, a better race of people if, if, it, if it, I wish it worked out like that. I really do. Um, if only. Right. And where the hell did my okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. I'm catching it up. Sorry, y'all. And shout out to Koja Malik. Thank you, Koja. She says black men solidified their solidify actions with their own mouths. Um, thank you so much for that, Koja. And shout out to Tim. She says, I love it. He's standing for something finally. Um, 
That was the highest level of pandering. I mean, like he was so upset, so offended. How dare black women making a plea on behalf of all, apologizing on behalf of all black women. God dang. Wow. <laughs> that was, that was something. Shout out to Emerald Edge. He says for Mr. Curlin. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, whose dog is that? <laughs> Maybe I, uh, um, my brother-in-law, uh, my, my little nephew out there, baby, my nephew out there cutting up, honey. <laughs> I really want to see what the hell he barking at. Cause... <laughs> they be observing as heck. <laughs> Listen. MGTOW uh, universe, universe notice everything. Maybe he was like, down congestive sister. Like, nigga, I ain't oh, seen him. Last at all. Noticing everything. I said everything. I am. <laughs> Listen, he gonna make somebody a very good husband. He gonna be so observant of his wife, baby. Look, after the first month, he gonna know when her cycle come on and everything, baby. He be on it. You hear me? I'm just saying, he's a very observant man. That's a good qual. That's a good trait to have. Would you want your man keeping up with your cycle? I wouldn't be offended if he did. Like some women find that weird. Like, good. You know, because with men who know that, they'd be like, uh oh, she let me get her chocolate bar and stay out of her way. <laughs> like kind of thing. I wouldn't be I don't find that to be an offensive thing. Like to me, women just find reasons to be upset at stuff that their husbands and men do. I wouldn't yeah, care. If if I was trying to trap a nigga, I would be pissed as hell that he would know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, shout out to Nira Dean. He says, and also the lovely ladies in the community seem not to care when they're destroying your destroying your until bullets destroying start you until the bullets you. start flying. That's when they care. Nira Dean, we gotta get you about the hood, honey. You make <laughs> now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but concrete. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for today's? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm definitely ready for today's topic. I thought we were also going to talk about how some of the Filipino women seem to be um, getting tired of playing defense for the passport bros that, um, yeah, that some of the Filipino women are saying that they are no longer going to be used as uh, defensive linemen for the passport bros and that the passport bros got to fight their own battles because they ain't doing it no more. Did you see that news? I did. Do you have a clip? No, no, no. We could just, just do a little quick recap. I find that to be interesting. So one of the largest defenders of the passport bros on Helga uh, Bajushka on um, TikTok says that she's no longer going to be making content defending the passport bros that she, first of all, don't think all the passport bros have good intentions, that not all of them are looking for Filipina wives for good intentions, that some of them um, are over there in search of Filipina women for the wrong reasons and that they no longer can use her, you know, for their own, you know, reasons that 
if they ain't over there supporting her content just off the strength that they rock with her, then they can essentially kick rocks, but they will no longer be able to use her to go after black women that she don't think that all black women are bad black women that her favorite uh, favorite person in the world is Oprah. So she ain't going to continue to go after black women for black men. So, you know, y'all losing big players on y'all team. Y'all better tighten up passport bro. Yeah. She did say that. Um, she said she still supported Passport Bros, but she, she yeah. also stated that don't go over to their countries thinking that you're not going to run across a old ratchet ass bitch over in the Philippines like these yes, Filipinos will take you for everything. She said that. She um, said it's a lot of no good. She said it's a lot of and as many no good Filipino women that's trying to scam as there are no good black women. Like, duh. <laughs> She did. <laughs> she said that. Um, and shout out to Tam. She said Oprah was her hero and Tupac was late husband. She said mm. that. And mm. I, I was curious as to what the passport bros thought about that because um, she does not want to be <laughs> look at BGS child. <laughs> <laughs> We're just delivering the news. Like, why do y'all get offended when we deliver the news and give our personal opinions? Like, we ain't going to be in agreement with everything that Black men do, and that is perfectly fine. Y'all get in y'all fee-fees when we, you know, have our personal opinions that differ from the sphere, and y'all know that's how we roll. Because it's too much, honey. Uh, but yeah, uh, Helga, Helga said she fucking tired. Figure it out. She said y'all mm -hmm. can't use her no more. Um, and that's what kind of had me thinking, like with the thing that's going on between um Filipinos and black and and black women or foreign women and black women or foreign women versus Western women. Um, she was basically like to be honest with you, it sounded like she was saying that they were weaponizing uh, Filipino or foreign women against American women because this is the messaging that's coming from men over in our country. They're going back and telling these things to women. Um, they're not taking accountability for anything or anything that's happened in the U.S. They're not taking accountability for it. They're blaming everything on the women and saying all of this shit is the women's fault. Y'all did all this, yada, yada, yada. And yes. um, homegirls been getting her ass tore up online. Black women have been t black women and told Helga a new one. Every time I turn around, they was tearing Helga ass up. Helga Every got time. tired of getting her edges snatched, dragging her. But the crazy thing is, she worshiping Oprah, a feminist. Uh, that you know, black men say she supported tearing down black men used her platform to tear down black men and they criticize black women for supporting Oprah and propelling her platform to what it became. Yet one of y'all key players on the other side said Oprah is her God. Her God. Mm. Not Buddha. Make it make sense. Oprah. Not Buddha. Mm. Yeah. Big O. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And the O is for Oprah, honey. 
the big old. Yeah. Um, I thought that was real interesting. Um, but it, it was what what I find interesting too. Do you remember when we first came to the space and people were telling us that we needed to go at um certain content creators? And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, go at this content creator for what? They've never done anything to me personally. Like, I don't, that's not how I move. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, yeah, you should go after da-da-da-da-da. And you should go after da-da-da. They, and, that, and that was a thing. Y'all not going after such and such and such and such. Yeah. And what I what was always interesting to me is because there have been times where our channel has been in turmoil and in co- conflict and shit. I ain't never tell nobody to go after such and such. And y'all did that shit. Even mm-hmm. when y'all knew they was in the wrong, y'all still didn't go after them because they were in the wrong or whatever. But then y'all expected us to go after certain content creators because they weren't in alignment. They weren't in alignment with the Manosphere's message. And y'all mm-hmm. were like, well, y'all need to go after such and such y'all need to go after such and such and i'm sitting there like mm, no 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 no. yeah and, and the crazy like the same thing they did to her go ahead i'm sorry i i agree and the crazy thing is that they um and we see them in the comments today saying we'll never defend y'all that's why we don't protect y'all and a few about a month or so ago, we did a uh, a stream talking about the lack of protection and how sometimes as a woman and that identified, it is a very lonely feeling that you almost question and like feel stupid because you find yourself in spaces where you are def- um, defending black men and then you come here to YouTube and they're generalizing all black women and all black women are, you know, you know, unfit for marriage and all black women are bad people and all black women are undeserving of this or all black women are undeserving of that. And they're not separating, making a separation of even black women who are supposed to be good, upstanding, male identified, what have you. And, you know, black men basically didn't give a F. And then you see black men in the comments today saying, that's why we don't protect y'all. That's why, you know, we don't defend y'all honor and this, that, and the other. And then you think back to a time when they tried to use us as attack dogs to attack women or not women, but content to attack other content creators. And we kind of was like, no, that's not what we're here for. That's not our purpose. And, you know, even almost three and a half, four years later, they're doubling down on their stance of not ever defending us. And they never have for the most part. Shout out to Tam. She says, I heard them say Oprah, but what about Donahue, Ricky Lake, Maury, Sally, Jesse, Rappy, L, MTV. You said a word then, honey. Amen. Them too. Amen. Yeah. Um, (laughs) John Clark says these two ain't been some... (laughs) <laughs> I think our husbands would say different, but you wouldn't know that unless you're in our homes or have an inside look into our marriages. But okay, John. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like submissive. Crazy. I'm like I'm exponentially submissive. <laughs> John is crazy. 
Listen. Okay, girl. So, mm-hmm. 63% of y'all single. What's good? Yeah, 63%. Mm. That's why they get to tout that stat about so many black men not, uh, you know, being single and childless. And yeah, because y'all single and unattached. So, I, I get it. It makes sense. Uh, there was a recent article that came out. Um, and they're showing that men ain't dating, ain't socializing with the women's, that y'all are single, single, single as a Pringle, as they say. But the stats seem to differ greatly for women. So they was, so all these talking points about women being, you know, winter is coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It looks a little springtime outside to me, but, (laughs) um, Women have either leveled up, women are getting their own houses, mm-hmm. they ain't living with their mamas. Mm. Like the man said, we was living with our mamas, but I don't know. I think it's more right. than living with they mamas. Right. I don't know. Then the article comes up and says that 63% of men are single. And, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where the hell is my damn article, child? Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. So, let's get off into this article. As of 2022, Pew Research Center found 30% of U.S. adults are neither married, living with a partner, nor engaged nor engaged in a committed relationship. Nearly half of young adults are single. 34% of women and a whopping 63% of men. 34, (laughs) 63. Okay. Not surprisingly, the decline in relationship marches astride with a decline in sex. The share of sexually active Americans stands at a 30-year low. Around 30% of young men reported in 2019 that they had no sex in the past year compared to about 20% of young women. Only half of single men are actively seeking relationships or even casual dates, according to Pew. That figure is declining. You have to think that the pandemic had an impact on some of those numbers, said Fred Rabowitz, a psychologist and professor uh, at the University of Redlands who studies masculinity. Young men who are watching a lot, a lot of social media, they're watching a lot of porn, and I think they're getting a lot of their needs met without having to go out. And I think it's starting to be a habit. Even seasoned researchers struggle to fully account for the relationship gap between young men and young women. If single young men outnumber single young women nearly two to one, then who are all the young women dating? Some of them are dating each other. Um, One fifth of Generation Z identifies as queer and research suggests bisexual women make up a large share of young of the young adult queer community. Excuse me, I have to take a pause. 
Uh oh. Um, let's see. Okay, we're gonna give Danny a minute. I saw okay. something that that was interesting. Okay, she's back. Okay, I'm sorry about that, y'all. Okay, uh, go ahead. You good? It says young. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It says young women are also dating and marrying slightly older men carrying on a tradition that stretches back more than a century. The average age of first marriage is around 30 for men, 28 for women, according to the census figures. Heterosexual women are getting more choosy. Women don't want to marry down to form a long-term relationship with a man with less education and earnings than herself, said Ronald Levant, Professor Emeritus of psychology of the University of Akron and author of several books on masculinity. In previous generations, young women entered adulthood in the in a society that expected them to find a financially stable man who would support them through the decades of marriage and motherhood. Over the 50s and 60s, that pattern gradually broke down and today is all but gone. Women are tiring of their stereotypical role as a full-time therapist for emotionally distant men. They want a partner who is more who is emotionally open and empathetic, the op- opposite of the age-old masculine ideal. Today in America, women expect more from men, Levant said, and unfortunately, so many men don't have more to give. The same emotional. You want to pause for a second? Yeah. Or you yeah. Wanna, let's pause. Yeah. Let's pause for a second because that's a lot to ingest and take in. Um, I find that to be interesting. Even just talking about the last few points that were made in that you know women wanting emotionally intelligent men, women wanting more from men, and most men don't have it to give. Those are common complaints that I see from single women online that men seem to be like seem to lack emotional intelligence um, and their women seem to their expectations and what they desire and what they're looking for. They um, there seem to be common complaints about men not being able to meet those expectations. So it seems like that women are waking up in that their expectations have increased in that men just seem to not be able to kind of meet that standard. And that's a common reason for them passing over men. Um, What are your thoughts? I think that, um, well, there were some things that I wanted to address at the beginning, excuse me, Mm -hmm. when they talked about the porn aspect of what's Mm -hmm. keeping men single. And I've been having discussions about, I think porn is ruining men's natural get up and go chase uh, the vag aspect uh, to relationships because men used to be able to really chase. Men were actually chasing at some point. And now that you have access to whatever in your phones, on your computers, and it's free, um, that's kind of, the fact that you're able to bust a nut just like that and everything's so transactional, 
you don't have that same drive to get up to go actually get it. Hold on, girl. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, that's no problem. Um, I find that to be interesting. And I know you pointed that out earlier when we had a discussion previously about the effects of porn on dating. So I'm certainly interested, <clears throat> excuse me, to hear even more about that. Because to my understanding, like I nev I've never seen porn as a problem. Although I've never had a partner that has been addicted to porn. I always fi figured that porn could be a healthy thing in relationships, meaning, you know, two people exploring it together in a healthy relationship, doing it in the confines of a relationship or even like a single person. But I've never considered it. You know, I've never, I guess, get given any real consideration to it being done in an excessive manner. Um, so I did put a poll question up and I'm just going to poll to see how if you guys watch it, which I'm pretty sure the majority of our audience does. And then I'm going to put up another one to ask how often, um, because I think this is a thing that is being watched every day, sometimes multiple times a day. And I think it's just become normalized. I don't even think that like, people would look at it like if they watched it every day, that shouldn't be like a, 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 a thing that's going to mess with the brain or mess with the mm -hmm. psyche. And then I'm like, if you're ejaculating every day and this is causing, um, of course, ejaculation every day, I think is causing erectile dysfunction in younger males. And that's driving up the numbers of erectile dysfunction. In younger oh, wow. Males. Yeah. Well, and it's a whole that. thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Wow. And so um <laughs> now I've heard of porn, like too much porn causing desensitization and making it difficult for a man to be with a woman, like during the sex act, because you've you know ple ple pleasured yourself so much to the point that you're almost desensitized down there. So it takes you a long time when you're with a woman and that has to be just suck, no pun intended. But I've never heard of it causing ED and like, you know, all of those things. But I do believe that if we have a nation of young people who are not being sexually active, that are home and alone for a year at a time, years on end, months on end without dating, you know, they're likely pleasuring themselves. Um, shout out to Antonio. He says porn is not the issue. It has always been there. Sex is free. So men don't need to be in combative relationships with women just for that. Actually, I, I, I disagree with you on that. I think porn is a huge issue. I think it's more of a factor than you think. Um, we have kind of desensitized, uh, sex We've desensitized sex as it being just a transactional thing. Sex is much deeper than that, <laughs> pun intended. Um, and the fact of the matter is sex isn't free for most guys. Most guys aren't able to just walk down to the corner and say, hey, I want some sex and somebody's going to give them some. That's really not what's happening here. Um, what's happening is, is a lot of guys are on these social media apps. 
um, sex is they're not getting sex on demand. Like it's not a thing. Um, men are actually really having to put in more work, uh, than ever. And women have higher standards now. So I don't think it's just like, um, you can just run down to the corner and get some sex and, and not be a thing. It's not like that for you guys. Um, and it hasn't been like that for a long time. Then with the emergence of social media, um, and dating sites, which attractive people are basically getting chosen, unattractive people aren't getting chosen on the dating sites. I think that also has, um, things to do with it because first of all, a lot of men, um, don't want to get rejected. So a lot, I feel like people are saying like, why even try? Why even Uh, try? I I disagree with this point too, because I don't think that 64%, I don't, oh, excuse me. Well, I know 64% of men are single and I, I, I get that there are a lot of men who are opting out of being in combative relationships. I don't know that every woman that you come across is going to end up being combative, number one. Number two, I don't think that, you know, a large margin of men are going to choose to be sexless over the course of a year rather than deal with any woman, just not engage in sex at all. Even if they like, I mean, I'm going to get a booty call, some F buddy, you know, a friends with benefits, even if it's not a relationship. I don't think that most people, young people will choose to just simply opt out. I know when I was young, that was important to me, but I was also in a relationship throughout my entire twenties into my mid thirties from the time I was a teenager. So yeah. Okay. Let me finish the article. Okay. Um, The same emotional deficits that hurt men in the dating pool also hamper them in forming meaningful friendships. 15% of men report having no close friendships, a fivefold increase from the 1990 from 1990, according to the research by the survey center on American life, men are less national naturally relation. Is that relational than women? Um, said Richard Reeves, a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, whose new book of Boys and Men has drawn right praise. Reeves points out, Reeves points to a recent Saturday night's live sketch that reimagined neighborhood dog as a man park, poking fun at the reliance of men on women to do the emotional lifting for them. Social circles have been shrinking for men and women, especially since the pandemic, but men struggle more. 35 years ago, 55% of men reported having six or more close friends. By 2021, that share had slipped to 27%. Women form friendships with each other that are emotionally intimate, whereas men do not. Young women may not be dating, but have they have girlfriends they spend time and gain emotional support from. Um... Aaron and Matt, uh, both in their 40s, studied the male friendship recession and their Man of the Year podcast. It arose out of an annual t- tradition of gathering at a steakhouse with several male friends, all close to elementary school. Um, guys are taught to prioritize career, Carol said. Also, romantic relationships, although it doesn't seem like they're doing a very good job at that. 
Making friends and keeping friends seems to be a lower priority. And once guys get older, they suddenly realize they have no friends. Um, okay. So, hold on. There we go. Um, I think that that was interesting because it shows that there is something going on and there's a huge problem with the lack of social interaction with people with today, period. It's not just forming intimate relationships, even friendships, especially with men. And this is not something that we should ignore. Um, and I do think that women find ways to be fulfilled in friendship, even when they can't be fulfilled if they if they're if they're single. So they don't have an intimate partnership with someone. They'll try to be fulfilled in friendships. When I was single, even though it was not that long, um, I did not have a week weekend where I was in the house, literally. And it wasn't at clubs. I mean, I was I, I was brunching. It was day parties. It was. It was, um, you know, let's go up to the North Georgia outlets. It was, let's go to Savannah for the weekend and go to the beach. It was, you know, let's go to Piedmont Park. There's this festival. There's an Auburn festival. There's a music fest. There's a wine and cheese fest. There was yeah. always, I, oh my gosh, it was very fulfilling. So, and I have, a, 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 you know, a nice amount of friends just from, you know, different walks of life. So I was still very fulfilled. But I say all that to say, I think that the decline in, you know, male friendships and males forming friendship also ties into the increase in, you know, mental health disease in males, the increase in stress, the increase in um, suicide rates and things of that nature. So like that, I think personally, I believe that we're meant to interact with one another, that we're built for social interaction. Of course, there are people who are introverts and maybe they don't want to be in large crowds or maybe they don't want social interaction all the time, or maybe they're their bank gets depleted and after social interaction, they need to be by themselves for a while. But I don't think that we're meant to go three, six months without speaking to somebody, without going out and interacting with people. I, I think that for most of us, that's not um, how we're built. So I do, do think that it can have an effect on, on our mental health and that it ties into some of the other things and other studies that we're seeing um, as it relates to mental health disease and defect uh, impacting our community specifically. Yep. 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 Um, so I do have another a video to play the Jordan Peterson video and I'm going to pull okay. that up um, right now. Cause uh, okay. yeah. Hold on just a second. All right. Why can't men find women to date? That's not your problem. Your problem is mm. why you can't find the woman you want. Yeah. And you, you have to assume that's your problem because otherwise you have to assume that it's the women's problem. And yeah. really, they're all wrong and you're right. Really, hmm, lucky you, maybe you are. You're an undiscovered gem of some sort. Probably not. Men, women are more picky in their mate choices than men, especially sexually. That, that's the case in every culture. It's, 
And it's not surprising because women have more at stake sexually than men do, you know, per episode, because men don't get pregnant, obviously. And so that female pickiness is that that's that's the case. That that's definitely true. Whether it's worse now or not, I doubt if it is. Um, I would say to young men who are irritated at women, is if you're irritated at women, you know, as a class of creature, there's something wrong with you because they're right. You're wrong. They're right to not pick you. If they're not picking you, it's because they're right. With girls when I was young, you know, so I know what that rejection is like. I know what that fear is like. I don't know it as well as some men know it because I wasn't rejected outright. Um, so, but, but what, what you have to understand is that what do you expect from women? If you got pregnant because you had sex, you'd be pretty damn choosy too. <laughs> so, you know, clue in a bit and then, well, don't they find you attractive? Well, maybe you're not. Like, have you paid attention to how you dress? Do you have a plan? Are you as educated as you could be? You know, are you a liar? Are you a rabid pornography user? Because maybe that's undermining your motivation to seek out a woman and grow yourself. He said something really key right there, which was, um, if you are ejaculating, not ejaculating, if you're masturbating, child. <laughs> If you're masturbating a lot, that would make you unmotivated to go seek out the real thing because you're already getting what you quote unquote need. And what's the point? Ciao. It's like if you're rejected constantly and you're out there really trying, you know, because that's another thing to ask yourself is, well, how many women have you actually asked out? And are you so sure that you're not picking women who will certainly reject you because you're trying to bat out of your league? Because you might mm. be. So, and I, I'm speaking about this as a clinician too, because I had plenty of men in my practice who were, you know, radically unsuccessful with women. I had one man in particular, he, he was so afraid of women. Do mushrooms freak you out? These won't. But it's no wonder shrooms get a bad rap. I mean, he couldn't even... Well, he couldn't use the phone. He was too afraid of everyone to use the phone. And he had been bullied like mad. And, and you know, he had his problems. So I know what this is like. But pornography is a big problem. It's a big problem. It's, it's a real curse, that pornography, um, in my opinion, because it's an easy out. And so we don't, know, we don't know what the consequences of that are. We know, we're starting to understand some of them. But... If you were if you were better, you'd be more successful with women. Yeah. So you have you have to have that in your mind, and they're not. You cannot be angry at women. It's stupid. Women, it's like that's it's like women being angry at men. It's it's a sign of psychological trouble. That be a little stronger, dress a little better, speak a little more clearly, aim a little higher like and practice that you know and, and that'll work to go study there's lots of them i don't know how many of them there are and most of them are older many of them are men who've been through a particularly horrifying divorce for one reason or another and they're they've had enough of women so they, they tell the young men that they're teaching 
Never have a permanent relationship. Never share your territory with a woman. Never share your possessions. Make sure you never li live together and don't stay with one long enough to enter a common law relationship because you will be stripped of everything that you have. Well, that's a hell of a thing to be telling people. But what's happened is that the female has been manifested in their life only as the negative archetype. And they've got that confused with all women. And that Concrete, what you think about that? Um, child, I don't, I'm just taking notes because it's so much that, uh, um, I don't have anything in particular regarding that, that specific point though. Um, when he said that men are batting out of their league, what are your thoughts in regards to that? Because, um, what I, I thought that was really interesting. Um, a lot of guys say that they don't want to deal with overweight women. They don't want to deal with single mothers. And let's say a guy um, is overweight himself. He doesn't want to deal with somebody that's overweight. And generally, most people that are overweight don't want to deal with somebody else that's really overweight because it just doesn't work right. Um, what are your mm -hmm. thoughts about like dating out of your league then? Um, no, I, I agree that, um, <clears throat> that that's definitely one, um, one possible reason as to why some men are finding themselves single and, you know, unlucky in dating is that they're you know, batting out of their league, that they're trying to go for women that are out of their shooting range. And that's why they're striking out because they're looking at somebody who is, they can't attain. Um, shout out to MGTOW University said the problem with JP's argument is that the price has gone up, but the product has gotten worse. In a world yeah. with porn and other um better things to do but if uh porn is affecting um it's affecting your your life overall mm -hmm. it's affecting your view on women um then you come to a space like this and it kind of confirms all your biases and shit i don't know um, it's interesting. And then I seen a comment where uh, Sean was saying that he's now outdated, that his talking points are now outdated. And these comments that he made, they're not, they were not that long ago. I saw some comments that he made that were similar on the same subject matter, but I found this one and I'm like, well, this is a more recent one. Um, the clip from a more recent interview. So let me snag this one. And, um, I still think that this is applicable. So I do think that, yes, we can make the argument that there are a lot of women who um, we, we've entered this age of like self-love and women are um, no matter uh, women are also are, are some of the biggest proponents of shooting out of their league. Uh, you know, they feel like I deserve the best. 
I'm a 10. And there's this, because they're in this era of self-love, it's like, you should think that you're the most beautiful woman in the world, no matter how you look, no matter what improvements you need to make with your weight, your body, your skin, your, you know, your diet, what have you, you should think you're the most beautiful woman in the world. And some, uh, and a lot of women are almost um, irrational, but you know, they're irrational. Um, and they, um, as a result, feel like I deserve a man that is a six figure C six, seven figure CEO and to spoil me, wine and dine me with my seven kids. You know, yes, there are women who think like that. Um, however, I still think that a lot of the points that he's making are still applicable. Um, and I think that um, I would not say that the premise of this video and the points that he's making are, are, are outdated. Um, I think number one, he's, first of all, you know, we know Jordan Peterson is a psychologist and he's been in the business for like 30 plus years, multiple books, multiple bodies of work. His body of work in and of itself is impeccable. He is often touted in this space for his work. So he's regarded in very high esteem in this space um, by some of the forefathers of this space. But um, he is just, he is just phenomenal. He has, he's really like, and this is coming from a woman who is not, 100% in line with everything that comes out of this space. But Jordan Peterson has very good work. Um, Anyways, I say all that to say, so he specifically said women have more at stake. That is still a fact. He also said that women are right not to pick you if they're looking over you because they have more at stake. And that could even be if you see yourself as a thinking man, a productive man, you feel I've done everything right. I've gone to school. I've gotten a degree. I I make the money. I, uh, you know, am nice. I am, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm kind. I am all these things. And she still is not picking me. There still could be other things about you that she does not, is not attracted to you lack masculine energy. If I don't feel that I'm protected with you, it's a no, I don't care what you have. And I'm not a person that is, um, requires you to have six, seven figures. Like that is secondary to me feeling protected. Like that's first and foremost. So if I don't feel protected with you, everything else goes out the window, but also, um, Maybe like a lot of the times I see men in this space and they tout that they have all of these things and they've been picked over by women. And the primary thing that I see that comes off the bat before I notice anything else is that y'all obnoxious as hell. Like I can't even get past the fact that you're so obnoxious that I can't get to know anything else about you because you're obnoxious. Like who wants to get to know you? You're an a-hole. Like no woman, she, she has to be able to imagine herself with you. If you are that much of a jerk, that obnoxious, that is automatically who is going to get past that and to be quite off uh, to be quite honest 
a lot of nerds are obnoxious. They're they're jerks. They're a-holes. You see them as kids and they're a-holes. My daughter is highly intelligent. She literally had um, CP classes and had an associate's degree before she graduated high school when she was in the 11th grade because she's highly intelligent. She went to one the, the top school in Atlanta. Like, you know, she is very, very smart but she was obnoxious. Like nobody likes a know-it-all who is going to be condescending to them. And that could be the primary thing that she's turned off by. So I don't think his points are outdated. That's all I'm saying. Um, Shout out to Koja. Um, Concrete, you made some really, really good points. Um, Thank remember, you. Uh, so with the obnoxiousness, I, I thought you made a really, really good point. But the thing that we've told men women have told men is that the asshole gets all the pussy. The charismatic asshole gets the pussy. I think that men kind of confuse the, <laughs> or, or, and, and, and sometimes the guy doesn't necessarily have to be charismatic, but there is an energy behind the charismatic asshole. There's an energy behind a certain type of asshole that gets the pussy. And and not to say everything has to be in a complete package, but I think that men kind of um, interpret it as, well, assholes get pussy and so I'm going to be an asshole and didn't kind of finish the rest of the, <laughs> the research behind it to figure out that it's also some energy behind it. Yeah, I agree. Gets I see what you mean. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Koja Malik. She says, review the Rod Father 916 when you get a chance. Um, are you talking about just his page? I went to his page. He got a bunch of videos, girl. If it's something specific, please, please, please let us know. Otherwise, I'll just take a look. I subscribed. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, they are outdated. When you have access to other markets and or you realize that LTR ain't it, then the concept of out of your league is deprecated. Deprecated. Okay. Um, the problem is, MGTOW, the majority of men don't have access to other markets. And while the passport movement is, it, it's a movement and it's a thing, it's not going to be the majority of men. It's definitely True. not going to be the majority True. of black men. And True. then if the majority, even if y'all travel, the majority of y'all aren't leaving and aren't going to stay in other foreign countries. The majority of you will still be here. And um, less than 5% of black men have passports. I think like it's a very small number. And then yeah. you have black men who have passports who go out of the country and get stranded. The guy who we saw from this week is the second guy we've seen that's gotten stranded in a, a foreign country in the last like three to five months. Like a lot of men don't have it. And then y'all have these men aspiring to do something that they truly can't afford to do. They, they scrapping up money to do it and they get somewhere, they get stranded and can't afford to come back or get into some sort of legal trouble or something. And they can't afford to get out of it. Like, yeah. 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 So that's a thing too. Um, then, to be honest with you, 
I, I, I don't think it's outdated because I still think that there is a concept, the concept of out of your league is, is the actual thing. But then at the same time, um, when it comes down to black men's health, I was listening to Pablo Frescobar on um, Kerlin and I were listening to it last night. And a lot of men were discussing their health issues and they were talking about, um, you know, really, really having some health issues and being at a certain age, nobody to look after you, nobody to help you with um, certain things, but you're some, some guys are overweight. They're struggling to get around. They don't have anybody to help them with what, whatever, whatever, no mom, no sister, or they've demonized everybody. <laughs> they've demonized all black women, but y'all still need us. Um, so I think some of that is um, also a thing. Like a lot of y'all's health is failing. Um, so when we're talking about out of out of each other's leagues and shit, I really think we we as a people need to reevaluate some shit because <sighs> shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He said, let's not forget JP called MGTOW's <laughs> weasels before he got torched <laughs> and subsequently backtracked. He yeah. is simply out of touch respectfully. He might have been on to something though, but no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I do have a question for you, Danny. Go ahead. So he said something that I found to be very interesting when he said that when women are, when men are that mad at women, he finds it to be that, and this is a psychologist saying this, that it could be a sign of psychological trouble. And I want to know what your thoughts are on that. Listen, this is the thing that I've never understood about women or men. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I've always kind of felt disconnected in to a degree because I've been hurt by women. I've been hurt by people that I thought were my friend. And I've been hurt while I've been in relationships, but I kind of feel like it's the nature of people. If you show weakness, um, people always want to take a, most people want an easy win. So if you're a weak person and people know that they can get their ish off of your ass, they're going to take the easy shot. They'll take the easy win. Um, and that's the nature of people. If I've been hurt by both uh both genders, I can't say that um everybody's not shit and then I'm not gonna deal with anybody. Or if I've ever been victimized before, then that's the problem. When you and when people have been victimized, people don't want to actually take responsibility for it, any of their victimization any of it. And, and I'm not talking about like, if, if we're talking about sexual assault, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you get fucked over by a friend, you get fucked over by a colleague. It's just, it's really to me, like the nature of the beast. And it's the nature of humans. You're going to go through some shit with humans. Humans are not perfect creatures. And I'm not going to say that the entire human race is just fucked up because I, I, in nine times out of 10, I put myself in whatever positions. Whenever I got fucked over, it was nine times. I seen red flags and I still went on. I seen whatever and I still went on and I ended up getting fucked over. 
okay, you move on, you, you do better. Um, when it comes down to relationships, I yeah, I got fucked over, I got played. Yeah, I did. But <laughs> I also did some fuck shit myself. I also played. And you grow up and you move on and you recognize certain things about yourself. You recognize certain things with people. You have your standards. You move on. I can't, for one, I can't keep holding on to shit that happened 20 years ago. It happened 20 years ago. I'm still holding on to shit and fuck these niggas because niggas ain't shit and um, nigga cheated on me. Like, you grow up. Grow up. Pain is inevitable to me. In my opinion, pain is inevitable. Um, so if I feel like if you hate a gender specifically, I do think there's something wrong with you. It, absolutely, I think there's something wrong with you. Um, I agree. I think it is a sign of a psychological issue. Um, just like people that hate a race. Just like people, you know, like if you hate a people, you hate a whole gender especially a people that look like you, a person, a people that you freaking come from. Your mama is a black woman, but you hate black women. Well, all except your mama. Like, I, like something that is a sign of a psychological issue. That doesn't mean that you can't take issue with their behaviors. That doesn't mean that you can't call out their behaviors, but you have this venom to have this disdain, to have this undying hate and, and, and you know, um, these very strong, you know, feelings of um, these very strong ill feelings towards a group. Like when, to, so much to the point that when you see a black woman, it turns your stomach or you have feelings of rage. Um, that's concerning. Baby, I want you to go get help because I want you to be well. And it's concerning because if somebody say, says the wrong thing to you at the wrong time, it could lead to something very bad for both you and them. And so I wholly uh, uh, agree with um, Jordan Peterson on that point. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mr. Carlin. He says, if you take porn completely out of the equation, it's not, uh, it's not gotta stop people from, it's not, it's not going to stop people from showing their ass and it's not going to make an unmotivated, mentally defeated dude get up and approach so many other factors. Hashtag me too for an, an example. Um, Babe, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the Me Too thing because Me Too has been in place for the latter part of about five five years, right? We'll say about five years, Me Too. Uh, probably. Well, uh, when it became mainstream, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, Me Too, this is the thing. Men kind of have blown up certain things to make it seem like, I don't know. I ain't going to say men have blown it up because then I'm, I'm looking at women and I'm thinking about the shit that I've heard from the women's end. Let's say just like a man approaching somebody, um, a man approaching somebody and street harassment and all that shit. I think those things have never really became, not the Me Too movement, but like the street harassment and approaching women 
I don't think those things have blown up um, the way people have made it seem to be. Like you can't approach a woman because she's gonna call me too on you if you or or she's gonna uh, say you're harassing her. Um, because to me, there's a difference in, hey, you look you look nice today. Um, can I take you out to eat? And she says no. And sh- you go on about your way. She And she's not going to say you street harassed her. But if you sitting there yelling at her, yeah, bitch, you looking good, bitch. You know, certain things kind of take it too far. But I don't I still don't think that's like the a huge, huge thing. Um, street harassment in approaching. I I do think porn has taken away a lot of men's motivation. I don't think it's going to stop. If you take it out of the equation, I don't know if it's going to stop people from showing their ass. Um, but then when you talk about m- mentally defeated, I think you brought up a really good point when you talk about the mentally <laughs> defeated dude, um, because like coming to a space like this, a lot of men here to me are mentally defeated. They are fucking tired. And you have had people telling them to improve themselves. But then I feel like if they if they thought they improved themselves and the shit still didn't work and they did like this and the shit still didn't work and they did whatever and, and certain things still didn't work. I think men are tired of trying. And I think a lot of them have taken the easy out. Like, fuck it. I just won't participate. I'm done. I don't have to do it. And yeah, it's keeping them lonely and depressed. Um, Shout out to MGTOW University says, why would I adjust to a market of what women want when they culture or lack thereof encourages um, black men, bad boy, city girl behavior? It simply makes zero sense. Um, who dictates the market, the dating market? Who dictates the market? Who would you say? Women. I do too. I think women dictate the market. Um, I think women dictate the dating market. Of course, men dictate. Oh, you said big mar- okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, women, um, men dictate you know, marriage, you know, men have, uh, the, um, men take the reins and have, um, the say so on marriage, but women typically dictate the, uh, market on dating. Um, then, uh, mixed out, to be honest with you, you are adjusting to a market. Um, you're, you're, you end up adjusting to a market because you're going to end up paying either way. Either way, if you want some ass, you're going to pay either way. And if you're not acquiescing to an American market, you're going to acquiesce to other markets, but what's fucked up to me and when I, when I'm looking at and what I'm kind of noticing is like, um, even with the passport rolls and everybody going overseas and all this, this type of shit, women over there have internet and they're listening and they're taking on and 
a lot of men in their cultures are starting to have a lot of these same problems that men are having with American women. And I actually think it's just going to be a full on war. Um, Tucker Carlson was heartbroken. Uh Oh, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. I, I I feel like it's going to be a full on war because they're taking up a lot of our, um, talking points and culture and shit. Um, 63% are, um, are single. What are they adjusting to? Y'all are not single by choice. You're, you're, you're single by force. You're not single by choice. Yeah. You're not single by choice. If you were single by choice, then I would say you, you're not adjust, but you're not single by choice. You're single by force. You are um, forced into singlehood because lack of options, lack of options, and a lot of people aren't taking y'all on. They not in the game. Sorry, you think they single by choice? I don't think um, a lot of dudes are single by choice. I think uh, a lot of men are forced into single uh, singlehood. A lot of men are forced into singlehood. I think that men have tried to make it seem like women have been forced to be single and all of that shit. No, 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 no. Um, who do you show? And the thing is, we hear men say all the time that black women don't want partnership, that men want partnership, that it's black women who don't want partnership, but black men do. So now the argument is that, oh, we single by choice. We don't want to deal with these O's. <laughs> like, come on. That's like, not I true. Cannot. That's not true. That's yeah. Not true. Um, That's not true at all. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all. Um, shout out to Miss J. Hey, Miss J. What's good, girl? She said, looks like a mess. It looks like the message of choose better has sunken in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of y'all are single by force and yeah. Um, do you think that women are choosing better concrete? Because we did have a topic a few weeks back as in um, women are opting out of the Negro improvement plan. What do you think of that? Um, um, I actually do think that women are choosing better. Uh, well, I, I think that I'll say this. I do think that women are being more choo- choo- choosy. I think that women are being more selective. I do actually think that. And to be completely honest, I say it's a double-edged sword. Like, and that's why I'm very careful with my messaging. We cannot talk ish about black women dating Pookie and Ray Ray's for centuries, um, being mm. baby mamas and this, that, and the other, and then criticize black women for being selective in their mate choice. Like you want it one way or the other. I think that, you know, we can't do that. Like I, my, if I have if I have to choose between Telling black women, no, you know, no, you should not be choosy, take what you can get, or applauding black women for being choosy and not repeating the patterns of the past and dating, taking just any old thing, you know, choosing the wrong men, then I'm going to applaud black women for 
you know, breaking away and breaking the generational curses that have plagued the black community for so long and not dating street thugs, even though I know that means they're also, also leaving out a segment of the population that could be qualified men. I think that that's where they're remiss. I still think that they're dating skills need to be refined. I think that it's extreme um, as it relates to the changes, but I think that black men, I mean, black women haven't seen proper dating and mating modeled for them. So literally they went from one extreme to the other. Oh, we don't want to date the bad guys. So we literally are going to do the opposite of that. And by doing that, they've locked out some good guys who could be qualified you know, blue collar workers, truck drivers, what have you, that may not make six figures that could still be good mates for them out of fear of repeating some of those past mistakes. But I know that they haven't seen proper dating, mating, and family and relationships um, modeled for them. So I, I know that that's kind of where they're struggling at. But I'm, I'm kind of careful with my messaging because I know that it's a almost a trauma response. The the dating changes that they've made is almost a trauma response to not wanting to make the same mistakes that their mothers made or that they saw people in their community make with dating the wrong type of guy. That's interesting. Um, so when it comes down to 63% of men are single, Mm-hmm. And 34% of the women are single. What is going on with that gap, though? Um, do you think it's because women are sharing a lot of men? Like, um, well, they they listed, they said the when in the study, in the article, they said that they aren't even quite sure what to make of the gap. Um they did talk about, you know, a lot of a large percent, a large chunk of the um, population being queer and there being oh, a yeah. lot of intersex dating. And I do think that that's a lot of it. Um, you know, I don't know what percentage that accounts for, but um, I would say, you know, it probably counts for a healthy amount. Um and I don't know how to account for the um, the rest of the the um, I don't know how to make up the rest of the math. Yeah. Um, wait a minute, uh, Sister George. It's not the age bracket. Um, women always date a few years older. Um, yeah, they said that too. They they did say that women are dating older men they said that yeah mm-hmm. um that's interesting uh shout out to dane c he says hey concrete and danielle kendra g online dating show reveals the mindset of black women these days as it relates to dating and relationships it's interesting too because i've been seeing some stuff online there's a show called Ready to Love on um, OWN that me mm. and Kirlyn, uh really enjoy watching. 
And when we've watched the show, it's actually seemed like the men have actually had their shit together more than the women and that the men have been more attractive than the damn women on the show. Not all of them. Um, shout out to Kayla from uh, <laughs> uh, that used to be on the peep because I think Kayla was one of the prettier ones that were on the show. But it was a lot of women on that show. That I was like, OK, um, it seems like the men were more attractive and had more of their shit together. But um, the mindset is. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Um, let me finish playing the rest of this video and then I don't know the article to cut. That's part of I will say this you know, real quick. You gotta ask yourself. I'm sorry. I wanted to just say one thing regarding Dane's comment. The, the other thing that Kendra G, uh, Kendra G's show, and I like Kendra G's show over like the reality dating show because I know that there's not like a script or a setup. Well, not just Kendra G, but I like some of the similar sh style shows of Kendra G. Um, where they're calling in and kind of telling on themselves. Um, it shows the the mindset of black men because some of them black men on there be wilding too. So it's not just black women that are being revealed and exposed on those shows. It's black men too and their problems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continue. If you know the mythological stories, maybe if you made the right sacrifices, you wouldn't have so much trouble with women. It's a, it's a good question to ask yourself first. And, and I would also say, you know, if you're a woman who has trouble with men, or you're a man who has trouble with women, it's not the women and it's not the men. It's you. Because the women are telling you what's wrong with you. And the men are telling you what's wrong with you. And if you don't listen, then it's you. It's either you or all men. Well, that's easy. It's all men. Well, that's certainly how it's played out in the world right now. It's like, no, it's not all men. You can be sure by definition, by definition. And it's what if you could get rid of your kitchen garbage at the push of a button? Hey, I'm Matt from Pila, and I want to introduce you to not all women. That's for sure. I don't want to have anything to do with women. It's like you're a pathetic weasel. That's the same statement. I think I was a little dismissive of the men going their own way because I think I called them pathetic weasels. They're a group of people, mostly on the net, who have had, who've been burned in their relationships or who conceptualize themselves as having been burned in their relationships. And they believe that the legal structure in particular in Western countries is so tilted against men, particularly in family dispute situations that, and divorce settlement, that it's safer for men not to establish permanent relationships with women, not to cohabit with them, ever. And they're a large movement. Now, how large they are, I don't know, but they're large enough. And they have what I would regard as an undue influence over relatively bitter and resentful young men who haven't had great success in the dating market and who are looking for a rationale to write off all women because they're so hurt by their continual rejection. And that is not good for those young men. And so the reason that I disparaged the men going their own way was because I had seen the pernicious effect, these are often older guys, the pernicious effect of their uh, world-weary philosophy on young men. Now, these guys think that they're just warning them, and they are warning them, but they're not just warning them. You know, I've seen that in men. I went out with a group of men who were... 
Um, so that was the comments about MGTOW, and I, I was like, mm -hmm. child. Um, Called them some weasels. <laughs> um, but he did um, redact that statement. Um, but he said something where he that he highlighted there, and that he had also a statement that he made earlier, where he talked about kind of older scorn males impacting the dating lives of younger males who haven't had the opportunity to experience life on dating and mating on their own yet. And I always think of how unfortunate that is. You've got out there and gone out there and made your dating mistakes. And now you're on the internet or on your pod or what, what have you. And you're discouraging, you know, younger people from dating and, you know, engaging in relationships when I always think that that's so unfair. And he kind of highlighted that too. And, you know, I have thoughts on that because be, just because you were soured by your experience, I think that, you know, it's, it's wrong to make younger people weary. And now, okay, you could talk about your experience, but to um, advise them not to enter into dating and mating and to steer clear of it because all women ain't ish and this, that, and the other. You got out there and got your feel and got your thing wet and did what you did. Like, how fair is that? That's my thoughts. Um, MGTOW, I know I missed one of yours and I'm trying to find it because I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't read it. Um, hold on. Sorry, it popped up on my other screen. Child, know what the hell be going on? Cause the damn thing be just skipping and just okay. Uh, shout out to Dane C. He says lately most of the black men are gay men and bisexual. Okay. All right. All right. Uh. MGTOW, I see it on the other side, but I don't know why I can't find it on this uh, StreamYard thing. It's like, it even pop over here, but I see it on the other side. Does it tell what time? Maybe if you see the time that it was sent. Oh, child. Yeah, honey, I was forced to go seven years ago. <laughs> wow. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still, uh, it's still not. Child, I'm sorry. My bad, MGTOW, because. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell. I just noticed it popped up on the other side, and I'm like, I don't remember. Oh, okay. There it goes. Um, some guys are getting their social fix via online video games. That's How big true. of an issue do you think like um, social media, online video games and all that shit is playing with uh, um, dating and relationships? I think it, it negatively impacts uh, <coughs> dating and relationships. Uh, this is not a replacement for social interaction. Um, 
saying that they're getting their social fix via online video games. That doesn't replace uh, friendships and building relationships, like someone who you get online with and curse out while you play a video game. Um, so much so that there's a group that has been organized that is suing, uh, I believe one of the makers of a video game or something, saying that it is negatively impacting people that, you know, it's, um, I forgot the actual details of the lawsuit, but they're suing um, a corporation because of, you know, this, this video game replacing social interaction. But I personally don't think that social media can replace human interaction and one-to-one you know, physical contact that you get and or just true relationship building with people, unless that's where you start the relationship, sure. But um, I would think that unless, I I don't think that, you know, you can strictly use that to build meaningful relationships, personally. That's a good point. Um, Shout out to Dane C. He said they, that appear... He was saying that uh, that appear lately on Kendra G, um, where they are gay and bi. Um, and I guess he's talking about the women. Um, so, okay. Um, shout out to Kit Clouds. Kit Clouds sent us a Yeah, cat. he was talking about the men that appear on there are gay and bi. <laughs> no, not the ones that I was talking about, but okay. Thank you, Dane. Yes. Um, let me finish... Girl, the Jordan Peterson clip is jumping from like clip to clip. So I'm not really getting all the full thought processes of, you know what I'm saying? It's just different um, clips. Yeah, because it's a bunch of, it's a combination of several clips from his. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you want to continue or... Um, I, I mean, I, the primary thing that I wanted to comment on was the beginning of it. So okay. if you think there may be something fruitful, you can continue. Yeah. If not, I'm good. Okay. Um, yeah. But what did you think about, you know, I guess, do you have any overall comments? Because, you know, I still have a very strong stance that I don't believe that the comments were outdated. I still believe that the onus is on you as an individual. I think that you can't blame the woman or the man. And I think that it is a sign of some serious illness if you are, you know, um, have this, you know, disdain and strong hate for people of the uh, of a specific group because of what one or two or three women or your interactions with one or two or three women. Um, literally, I can even see you holding on to what those one, two or three women did to you, but you're literally hating women, people that you've never met before. You hate me because of what Brenda did to you when you were 12. Like, I'm not Brenda. I don't know Brenda. I had no bearing on how Brenda grew up. I, you know, I'm sorry if I remind you of Brenda. Maybe Brenda is brown skin and cute too, but like, you know, I think that I find that to be problematic. And I think that the points that he made still hold true. Just like, you know, there are, there's literature that we still stand on to, to this day. There are, um, you know, a myriad of that we use as a foundation for what we do today. I don't think that 
um, the premise of that video is outdated just because he's an older male. I think that it could still be applied today. And a lot of the points that he made were very valid and still applicable, despite the fact that, um, you know, we've evolved somewhat. Concrete. Yeah. We're going to have to do it. Oh, no, because, you know, I'm, I'm already coughing and hacking. I ain't about to be on here like that. Concrete. Mm -hmm. We ain't going to have time to do it in the next few weeks. Have time to do what in the next few weeks? We're going to have to drop the link. Oh, yeah, I'm not about to be on here like that. I'm, you know I'm sick, girl? We both sick. Okay. Why are you looking like that? You think I'm about to stand up, stay up here? Not all day, but for a little bit. I'm literally, I'm not staying on here um, more than three hours. My throat already hurt. Like I'm struggling to be up here now, coughing and hacking and stuff. That's why Girl, I say we drop it for a little bit. Yeah, I am literally need to be running to the bathroom to... Come on, Grandma. Thank you for getting me sick. And now you fussing at me for not wanting to be up here because I'm sick. We <laughs> both sick. Shit, I'm sick too. <laughs> you less sick than me. I'm newly sick. You should have had your ass in the bed too. I wasn't sick at the time. Your ass didn't sound all that hot yesterday. I was, And I stayed in the bed all day yesterday. Then you should be fine. I'm not. I told you. You don't see me. That's why I keep going on mute. Hey, MGTOW Universe. How's, how's everything going? I am well. How are you all doing? Hey, Mick. MGTOW, what's good? <laughs> it's all good. Um. Okay. Do we have any data supporting the idea that these men are single because they're essentially being locked out? Cause that's what you all asserted like 20 minutes ago. Wait, that they're single that, because of what? They're, they're single um, by force, not by choice. In other words. Oh, oh, Danny, because you were saying that you don't think they're single by choice, by choice, not by force. What did the article say about their singleness? Um, nothing in particular, just that the study showed that 64% that they were, that was single. Um, There is no data to su that uh suggests that you guys are single by uh force or choice but if women are in relationships and y'all have told women that they ain't shit winter is coming y'all don't nobody want them ain't nobody fucking with black women they ain't getting married yada 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 and then you have um 34 percent of women in comparison to 63% of men, then if you're saying that women are saying that the standards are higher, they ain't just choosing any and everybody. Um, women are dating men, with older men, women are dating themselves. Yeah, I feel like y'all, the onus is kind of on y'all to get into relationships and it is y'all's fault that y'all are in relationships. And I do believe that you guys are single by force versus choice because I think the majority of men would be in relationships if they could be. Um, but I don't think that's happening. And I think that's 
a bit of the problem. And you all accept uh, <coughs> Dr. Peterson's premise that, you know, men should just essentially level up to to what the women are demanding? This is the thing. Um, so when it comes down to our culture, um, I'm not going to say that everybody should be making all this money and it, it really comes down to like leveling up to make money and shit like that. But mm -hmm. you have a lot of women that complain about men not helping with the housework, um, men not being emotionally supportive, men just being dickheads and expecting you to be a masturbation vessel whenever it is that they feel like it. I think they should level up in ways like that. I, um, I, I'm not even asserting that because that's not what I believe he was asserting. And first off, like leveling up benefits you. It don't benefit women. Like you're saying that as if it's a bad thing, number one, but self-improvement. Absolutely. I do believe that men should be focused on self-improvement. I believe in Peterson's, um, I believe in Peterson's assertion that women have the right to decline you in that um, maybe you should look internally if she is declining you. But I do separately believe that self that, you know, every person should be focused on self-improvement, but self-improvement is for you. And I don't see that as a bad thing if that was what he was strongly asserting and he was standing behind that. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would necessarily disagree with that because you should be focused on self-improvement. Every person should be. Some of his examples were, you know, how do you dress, uh, what kind of job you have, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, I mean, that sounds or good. But then we... a job. I'm sorry. I said, I'm oh, just having a job. Well, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going that far with it, but you know I'm um, saying the study does show that a lot of men have actually dropped out of the workforce and that's also having an issue with them have it has an impact on their dating um their dating outcomes what percentage it's at record high of men not participating in the workforce the federal I, government is actually worried about it it's that bad i mean uh, there's not a number that could literally mean anything okay but i'm saying men have dropped out of the workforce at extremely high rates Workforce participation, excuse me, that of record low rates, put it that way. That is having an impact on your dating aspect, especially during that that age bracket of 18 to 29. They're having issues with that. And that is going to impact your dating outcome. So are these men meeting women getting rejected or are just, they're just not going, they're just not trying at all? Because Even when they are trying even when they are trying, women are choosing not to date them. They're okay. realizing that that they don't really have something to work with. And I'm not trying to be mean, I'm just saying. No, no, and no that fine. They are there dropping out. So they're playing video games, they're watching porn, they're staying online. They're actually not going out into the dating market because women are saying, we want you to have something and they don't have something. I, I will say cool. this. I I did look, I am currently looking into the details of that survey. And it does say specifically, let me let me read it. It says 
Majority of single adults are not interested in being struck or even grazed by Cupid's arrow. Among Americans who are single, the largest share, 57%, say they are not currently looking for a relationship or casual dates. It says single adults who were not looking for a relationship or dates identified a variety of reasons as to why, but enjoying being single and having other priorities topped the list. And this was 57% of the people's uh, overall people surveyed. So men and women. So there was a degree of those surveyed who did say now 57% of overall of the overall number surveyed said they were not interested in looking for a relationship or casual dates that they were focused on being, you know, they were enjoying being single. So I did want to put that out there to be truthful. Yeah, a previous uh, survey that Harvard, uh, I think it was like pub, their public school or a public health school did. Um, and now this was about 10 years ago, but a previous survey that they did showed that about 43% of black men said that they were in search of a long-term relationship compared to yeah. about 25% of black women. Right. That's and- interesting because the next paragraph says single men are more likely than their female counterparts to be searching for romantic experiences. Half of these men are looking for a committed relationship Mm -hmm. and or casual dates, while 35% of single women say the same. And this is from Pew Research Center, which is who did the study that was in that article. Okay. Just so y'all know. So men are looking for committed relationships. So even while Danny was pushing that argument, just uh, she surmised that men do want to be in committed relationships. The study done by Pew Research, excuse me, does back up her point that okay, men so, do say they want long-term relationships. Okay, the so majority not the majority of those surveyed. Not to move the goalposts, but next time but uh, when Passport Bros comes up, uh, I'd need y'all to remember that. Okay? And not do <laughs> oh, the whole you go. going over right. to the trip. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm done. Nah, y'all looking for ass from the um women overseas. Nah, y'all looking for long-term relationships with us. I get it. Oh, okay. I, I understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I the market it. has changed because the dating apps used to be the place where men were getting sex, and now women have pretty much dropped out of that. So they're going moving somewhere else. That market's always going to be around. It just changes. So that's all there is to it. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing shout, new. Out. Hmm. shout out to Justin Winfrey. He says, why not address <laughs> the elephant in the room? Women are just attracted exactly. to the small percentage of men. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80% of men are unattractive according to whatever that uh, the online dating app survey was 80%. The vast majority of women are not on dating apps. Dating apps are 70% men. Uh oh. I'm just going by the data we have available. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going by the data we have available too, which is 70% of people on the dating apps are if men. You have, if, you, if there's a study that you have that says that women are not, that are attracted to more than 20% of men, I would love to hear it. They only swipe on 1% of the men that they have that they see on the dating apps. That just goes to my point. I mean, 
like that. Yeah, that does. I'm saying, but the vast majority of women aren't even on the dating apps, period. Okay, but we, we, we can only go with what we have. You don't have anything. You have 30% okay. of women who go onto the dating apps. They look at those men and say, I'm not willing to go ahead and go on a date with someone. Because basically, dating apps are pretty much free prostitution sites. You're putting hookers out of business. <laughs> and they're looking at the men that are out there and saying, I don't want to have sex with this person for free, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, again, that just goes to my point, but go ahead. Yeah, they don't point. like the men that they see on, see on those apps. No, the point, point is that most women are not on men. No, it, well, first, now we're not talking about all or most women on those dating apps, but we're just talking about the ones that are. Well, I think if we look at the surveys where women are saying that they most women want men who earn at least as much or preferably more than they do, and uh, I think it was Miss J, you said that men are dropping out of the workforce entirely, then that's becoming more difficult. I think they said like 33% of uh, millennial males still live with their parents. So they would be unattractive to most women, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so like you say that most women wanna... are only attracted to a small percentage of men, uh, you know, so finances is one of the major reasons that that's occurring. And we're not just seeing that in this country. If you look at Japan, you look at China, oh, okay. you look at Korea, you'll see that their marriage rates have also, and child uh, birth rates have declined steeply. Uh, Japan and Korea are wondering if they're still going to be around in 150 years because the women are not getting married to those men. That's yep. true. And they're only dating high value men. They say in, um, or no, 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 not, not Japan. I'm sorry. That's in China. In China, that they're literally only dating high value men. That, mm -hmm. that the average man, that if you're an average man and you're working an average job, a mediocre job, and you have a, you know, meager earnings or, you know, average salary, that you can't even get a woman. So. Well yeah. And, that, and that, in that market, the women have all the control because there's a huge surplus of men. So I get yeah. that. And I agree with Dr. HP, like, and this is a problem in ca capitalist countries, which makes sense. China isn't capitalist, but I'm right. saying the difference China's also is, right, but I'm saying the difference is if women decide, even if there's a lot more women than men, but if women decide I'm not participating, then you don't have enough women. Uh, shout out to Dane C. He says the vast majority of people that dropped out of the workforce called the great resignation and quiet quitting was women. What is Miss J talking about? Okay, you need to ask the federal government. They didn't just start tracking this when the pandemic happened. This has been going on for literally decades now. Men are dropping out of school. They're dropping out of the workforce. They're pretty much dropping out of life altogether. Right. Right. So this is this is not the pandemic related. Yes, it it really accelerated for everybody during the pandemic. But I'm talking specifically about men. Uh, shout out to Uncle Stu, which is he's up here. He says, can I come up? I have read the reports. I have uh, only a few moments of time. Uncle Stu, give us just a minute. Let me get to Leo. Leo, what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so I sort of agree with you, which as far as like the women's expect expectations now are like much higher because now they're not just dating you because 
you got money and they need you to survive. Now they're looking for men that they're attracted to and that they like, right? So they're a lot more picky. So if you're not that dude that they're attracted to and make them feel something, they're not going to take you serious. And you do come across a lot of women that play games, right? Because they're they're like the efforts now because a lot of women now have more options thanks to social media and dating apps. So a lot of women you date now have a roster. They have a rotation, right? They got three, four, five dudes they talking to. So now it's like sort of like a competition if you want to play in that game. And unless you're like their number one dude, then they're going to be playing you to the left or playing you to the side. Fact. And it can get to be like a headache throwing yourself in the dating game and playing those games with those women because you never really know you're number one unless the chick is like going crazy for you, asking you for a relationship constantly. And I also think another side to it is, because you were talking about porn, right? Sex is a lot easier to get now as a man because now you, you got porn, right? You can hold yourself over with porn. You can find you a, a F buddy. You can find you a friends with benefits. Or worst case scenario, you could just trick, right? There's some dudes that trick. So you don't necessarily need to be in a relationship to get sex now. So you can hold off a lot longer uh, going out with a relationship because sex is just so easy to get. So a lot of the times, I have to find that a woman is really special Right. For me to consider her for a relationship. Yeah, but I, I don't think that men are able to get sex easier. I actually think sex is harder for men to get um, because the numbers of men getting sex has drastically um, decreased over the last decade um, mm. because. And, and to be honest, I think a, a porn is a factor that ha that's made it um, decrease because there's no motivation to chase. Well, that's that's I can agree with that because like there was one time I had a porn addiction, right? And I could just basically take care of myself for that. But then I got tired of that and I wanted real women, so I had to start dating again. So you can, it's easier to get sex, but you might not get sex from the woman you want. Or, or women you want to be in a relationship with. That's why you got some guys who are incels. It's not that they can't get sex. They can't get sex from a woman that they want a relationship with. Okay. So I, I think because- so, um, Would you call that a vocal? Um, Because that's voluntary celibacy then <laughs> um, involuntary celibacy. Yeah, because it's, it's not like they can't get sex. They just can't get the woman they want. And I understand now because, like, the women are much more pickier, right? So you really do got to be a dude that's attractive, that, you know, you got a personality, and the chick is really feeling you for you to get somewhere with that woman. And if you're not that dude, then you're going to have chicks that play you, right? So it's, I, I would say it's much harder to get a relationship, not sex, Right. It's much harder to get a relationship because you have to be like their number one dude to get that from them now. You can't just be yeah, they any heard, dude. They heard the message to choose better. Right. You can't just be any dude. You got to be their top guy, their top pick out of their rotation. 
Right, but our I, my understanding, and this is what men said for a very long time, is that men aren't all that picky when it comes to just getting with the woman to, you know, have that release and keep moving. So, in terms of these men being able to get sex, clearly they aren't because a man's not looking for a woman he would want to marry or be in a long term relationship with just to have <clears throat> sex with her. Right. You don't even find attractive. Right. And this is what I mean, men have said themselves. Oh, uh, let me respond to that. Like, I do think that women that men consider relationship material or marriage material is declining, too, because a lot of women are going through that 304 phase. I'm not and guys, talking about them wanting relationships. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, talking about them I'm getting saying, sex. What about them getting sex? So you're saying that they can get sex, but clearly they can't because men aren't very picky when it comes to just getting sex. We're not talking about them trying to marry these women. We're just no, talking men about them more, engaging men, in sex. Men, men are more picky when it comes to getting a relationship. They're not that picky when it comes to getting sex. Right. So she, and, Sister George was just talking about the men being incels versus vocels or vocels. But they're but they're but they're but they're incels because they can't get the relationship they want from a woman that they want. Not no. necessarily because they can't get sex. Period. Uh, so why would so they're going to not have sex at all because they holding out for a relationship? There no, there's some guys there are some guys that are on that like <laughs> they want a relationship no. that bad that they'll hold out for it. I did oh, yeah, that's that not one. the majority. Right. I just that. Thank you. Yeah, I think we all do. I, I we don't think that that's the majority of men that are um like if I can't get the relationship, then you're not going to get any penis. It, 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 no. Right. No, but I'm yeah, saying those are the dudes who are incels. But that that's just basically my point is that like it's less of a sentence and it's harder to get a relationship now because modern women are just more picky. Right. Okay. That's that's my two cents, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay, Leo. Thank so they stop being hoes like you told them to be, and people are suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get Doc, uh, um, Uncle Stu up in here. Uncle Stu was going home. <laughs> What's going on? Can y'all hear me real good? Yeah, yes. we can hear you just fine. Okay, my question is: Are we going on the article? Or are we going on a bunch of anecdotal statements? All of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say this real quick because I do plan to speak on this subject uh, later on. But according to the article, and again, I'm just going to use the article as, as, as the premise. According to the article, what women are looking for is three things. And I think one of those key things needs to be understood, which is emotional intelligence and the ability to communicate. And I think emotional intelligence is the key to being able to do whatever you want. Stop trying to leave with your pocket and leave with who you are, period. Um, when you start talking about what's going on in these dating apps, many people do not even know how to really fill out a dating app. How can I tell? Because I used to be on those dating apps before I got married. I know what's written. I know how it's written. And again, if you don't know how to write, if you don't know how to fill them out, if you don't know how to take a proper photo, of course, they're going to overlook you. I've met too many people who's come from those dating apps. And the key to those dating apps is, can you communicate 15 minutes without having to send a DP? 
Eighty percent, Uncle Stu, though. Uh, like that's four out of every five. Numbers, let me let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I don't go on on certain numbers. First of all, I do a whole lot of research before I open up my mouth. A whole lot, and a lot of these numbers, no one can give me. No one can give me the actual place of where they get these numbers. So a lot of numbers is thrown out. We use it in order to fulfill our narratives. Now, is there a problem when it comes to men dropping out of the workplace? Is there issues when it comes to relationships? Absolutely. Why is there issues when it comes to relationships? Number one, you have a sociological shift that has taken place in this country. What things used to be 30 years ago is not that way today. What do I mean? 30 years ago, the average dude could make a certain amount of money, support a woman, and was able to lead with the wallet. Today, that is not the case. You have a lot of African-American women who can make equal amount of money. Second, what we also have to recognize is, do we have the ability to communicate? For all of those that are articulating themselves and saying, this old dude is out of touch, let me just remind everybody in the back. I have a 37-year-old, a 28-year-old that I'm getting ready to graduate, and a 24-year-old, and I'm a grandfather. I think I'm pretty much in touch because I'm on the ground floor of a lot of these conversations. So you have a lot of sociological issues. Second, when you are sitting up here and, and dealing with a situation where, statistically speaking, 36% of most people is coming out of single-parent homes, a lot of people don't even understand the meaning of relationships and the meaning of what each one has to be. So we have a lot of issues that has to take place and a lot of real conversation that has to take place. So when we're talking about this, my question to any male or female, which part of the number are you in? And then we have to deal with that number. Mm. Let so, me read these uh, yeah. super chats real quick. Shout out to Grinch. He says, "What the f would a woman date someone she's not attracted to?" Bruh. Um, thank you, Grinch. And you sent us one more. Okay. Um, he says, "Sex is the easiest thing to get these days. Female cooperation yielding positive results that build." Families is the real jewel. Stop right there. I agree. Either either we're going to be real, or we're going to be fake. And the reality is, uh, I think someone I heard someone on the panel says, for a lot of men, and I and I always will say that if you're having problems getting sex in this particular dating market, it ain't the women. Sex is the easiest thing to get into this dating market. I don't care if you're tall, fat, ugly, skinny, broke, busted. I'm sorry. You ain't got to spend no money to get sex in this particular dating market at this particular time. If you're looking for a relationship, now we're on a whole different conversation. Right. Can I, can I, can I add to that? Because it's like, Women that you would consider like relationship material, a lot of guys don't find that. Like 
You, you don't want a chick that's ran through. You don't want a chick that's a baby mama. You don't want a chick that she hasn't healed from all this trauma and she hasn't even taken a break from dating. She's just been going from relationship to relationship. So it do get a little bit harder to find a quality good woman to be in a relationship with when you're out here dating because you just come across women that give up the box pretty easily. But as far as like those other qualities that you look for, as far as something serious, they don't have that. Well, here's here's my they're argument. They're not on dating apps. Right. They're not no, on dating apps. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get off. I'm going to use mm-hmm. a quotation that I have been echoing now for the last two weeks. Came from MOT. We have too many people who claim to be conservative, but you're trying to get a liberal woman. And conservative people do not hang around with liberal minded people. And my attitude is, and a lot of people ain't going to like it. I need to know what social environment are you really in? Because if you're going to sit around here and hang around with a bunch of liberal women looking for a conservative minded woman, they're not running around on a lot of these areas that everyone is on. If you're a man who has built and developed yourself, you're not going to sit up here and tell me that I have built a business. I built myself up. I built a home or bought a home and then I'm going to hang around the projects hoping to find a woman who can understand who I am as a man. Now it is. It's so interesting though. Um, And I'm sorry. Yeah, no, a lot of people ain't going to like what I have to say. They're not going to like it because there's a certain part where yes, there are some legitimate arguments that I'm going to give men and, and defend it and defend their ideals. There's another section where I'm saying, hold up, we got an international market. You telling me that you're hanging around liberal <clears throat> ideas. And what I'm saying to men is it's time to move out of those liberal arguments and let's go find the conservative minded women. I agree with one of your panelists. A lot of times, a lot of those women aren't online. They're not sitting around here and saying the things that these these women that we're fighting with or debating with or arguing with is saying. But also conservative minded Um, women are not going to have sex with you by the third date. Exactly. If you're looking for a woman that's not ran through, then don't be running through all the women. You can find them. You want Uh-oh. your cake and eat it too, and then wonder why you don't have anything. Well, you ate all that, your cake. That mindset so when you're 50 years old, you're going to be lonely. What, that's what, not what, realistic in reality. What, what, what's not well, realistic? I mean, a lot of things aren't realistic because you don't want it to be realistic. You're not acting real. You're asking for the impossible. You can't fuck all the women and wonder where the virgins are, hon. Women you don't want to sex and get into more relationships than men. Let's I, stick to the facts here. I, I'm, I, I'm saying it's easier to find a chick that is on her 304 phase. You're everywhere. The, right, because you're chasing everywhere. the 304s. No, I'm not. Like, it's eat. Well, you have to vet. No, I'm not. You have to vet until you find that quality of woman. Because social media and all of other stuff is influencing them. Let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, you a question. And I don't want this to appear as an attack. So I am not attacking you, okay? I'm not trying to belittle you. So Uh-oh. do not take it as that. 
Tell me what your personal value system is. What do you value as a man? I, excuse me, I value cooperation, right? I value honesty. I value transparency. Stop I, value, I want okay. to take those three. How did you develop your value system? I know what I want. Like I'm a guy, I'm, I'm a bachelor. I don't have children. I want to settle down one day and have kids. So I'm looking for a woman that's on the same page, right? So I want a woman that's marriage minded, don't have kids, want to have kids. But How also, I'm 35. Okay. My when when I asked you those three questions and I said to you, do not feel like you're on the attack. Do not feel that it is personal because it is not. Some of the I'm words not. you gave, some of the things that you gave me, and you're talking to a man who is now married. Mm -hmm. People can say I'm old, that's fine. I wish a whole lot of men can get to my age. When you are developing a value system and when you understand your true value, it shows in your speech and it shows in your mannerisms as opposed to talking points. So I'm when you say, no, 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 hear, hear me out. I just want you to hear me. Okay. When you speak about, I want a woman that is honest, I want to be married. We all mm -hmm. have to have a reason behind the marriage. When a woman is, when I spoke earlier and I said, you have to have emotional intelligence. It means that having the ability to be on your purpose so much so that you don't even have to say what you're doing. She can actually see what you are doing. So seeing honesty is not something we can find necessarily honesty comes out of how we are already living. It's a deeper conversation than we can have on this panel. I feel you. I feel your pain. I understand more than you think I do. But this is why I say if you on your purpose, if you moving towards that purpose, you attract who you really are on the inside. I'll say it to women and I'll say it to men. I, I, let me uh, let me let me get in here real quick. So um, okay. thank you for that, Uncle Stu. I'm I'm, a, um, I'm a listening in the back. Now uh, I get ready okay, for my last note. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Definitely and appreciate you. I thank y'all. And sir, if you have to rebuttal me, I'll be <clears> listening <throat> in the back for your rebuttal. No, I, I agree with what you said, Uncle. I appreciate it. Okay, no problem. <laughs> thank you, Uncle Stu. <laughs> Um, shout out to Grinch again. He says, last night I clapped some cheeks, last one, excuse me. I clapped <laughs> some cheeks this morning and I roared as I nutted. Some of y'all need to know what victory feels like again. Grinch, you need your ass beat, like just straight up. Um, shout out to Gabe. Hey, hey Gabe. He says, y'all got to use other women to find the woman you want. Be like me. Y'all know uh Gabe has somebody like, hey girl, it, don't do shy brother, because you know y'all end up 
lesbian. But that's so. the problem. Using other women to find the woman you want and then saying, I don't want a woman who's all used up or has been used by others. I want someone who is virtuous. I want a virgin. I want someone who's just for me or who saved herself for me after you've been running around town using up all the other women. And one who doesn't have emotional trauma. Remember, no baggage. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna work. Yeah, out you're creating the time. very women you complain about, but I yeah. keep hearing get your passport. That's what I'm, I, I, I'm not. But, anyways, um, Andy, what's good? What you got? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? Uh, okay. I'm doing. I'm doing. I I just wanted to uh, touch upon with some things Miss J was saying. She's making it seem like men are more of the fault or like they're the homemakers when. Usually, especially in a black community, black women get into more relationships than men and they're more sexually active than men. But you're saying it's the men's fault that's looking for a good woman or a wife that we are making them that way. I'm trying to get where that mindset comes from. Uh, when you promote um, pimp mentality, the hoes come with it. So if you have pimp culture, you're going to have whole culture. You can't have one without the other. But the average, the average black dude ain't on that pimp play and stuff like that. Culture, black community, unfortunately, since the 70s has okay. promoted pimp culture. With so pimp culture like with the comes the hoes. You can't have one without the other. But you, you talking about if you're talking about black exploitation movies and media, we had no uh no say so in that. White people did that. If you're talking about like black exploitation oh, okay. so and black and stuff go like that's that. That's not true. That's ball. not true. Uh-uh. Black people made black exploitation. They snuck around, they didn't even have permits to film black exploitation. That wasn't white people. Black people was making their own black exploitation in the 70s. They was sneaking around without permits, and that black people was making black exploitation. And we also Ooh, had it in the, the music. companies that we put that out there, the... it was white people. Is what I'm saying. Okay, well, we can go back in the past. We could blame white people, black people, whatever. Let's just talk about what's going on now. Women are getting more relationships than men. Okay. Women are more sexually active than men. It's a fact that women are more gay, bisexual, and trisexual than men. We can't sleep around as much or outsleep black women even if we wanted to. So how are we mostly the issue? And men and women are different. Men are you supposed to so okay, so they you create the environment and then you're mad when Women How do we create the environment if we're not having sex as much as you black women are? You act How? like today, you act like the culture just started today. Facts. Culture is not a one day thing. It's a generational thing. This is not, it didn't just start last year. It started decades ago and it's going to take but, time to correct it. Why is it that so why, do wanna, black community uh, why do because you want to absolve black men of responsibility and put it all on black women? Like, there's not any one party that's solely responsible. This is a joint effort. Our culture, our community is the way it is because of black men and black women. I understand that, but I'm not saying that it's all on black women. It's a lot on black women because ain't no man making you open your legs up. And then when the neighborhood yeah, knows you, want to date you. Who is that pursuing it? You acting like vagina's so being thrown on your penis. You're a lot of women are, I see a lot of black women talking about, oh, I'm going to get that hoe over there to eat my box. I know she's easy. I see black women talking about other women sexually the same way men do. You want to have that real conversation? I get around. I ain't too old <laughs> to not be out here in the streets. I know what goes on. Again, we're not talking about just today. We're not talking about just today. We're talking about the entire culture. So yes, that I is the culture. Agree. We have a that, homosexual black female culture that undermine men. That's where all the goddamn home uh, uh, school coming from. Black women don't value men. 
That's why that's why so many of them on OnlyFans. You know, I mean, you, you can go outside to a mall and run yeah, into 10 random but, bars that's on OnlyFans. But you know what it is, though? As opposed to allowing men to pimp them out and have men bringing their money back to a man that you... That's why they're mad about OnlyFans, because they got cut out of the money. But a lot of chicks ain't making money <laughs> you on You ain't OnlyFans mad about hoes. You, you love hoes. You just want to fuck the hoes for OnlyFans. free. You want to have sex with so hoes for free. You want to keep their money. You're no, not mad about the hoes. So y'all you shouldn't love, say that I, that I pimp girls. Y'all I, I love hoes. That pimp you just want the hoes to choose you and turn over the money. You're not we, mad about hoes. You love hoes. Who said you that we them. ain't getting sex and money from black women you as it is now? I know the hoes. Y'all are not getting sex. Y'all like are not getting sex and money from black women. So you saying that, that, that I, I never got sex, money, and gifts through all my life from black women? You want you want to go there? We're saying So why didn't you pick one of them then? If you got chose so well, why didn't you pick one of them? Why'd you wait till you're 35? To try to find a, a wife. What happened when you were twenty? A man's validation to, to ain't coming through. How many? How many? Women get validated by men. Men don't necessarily get validated by women. You're changing the topic. You're changing the topic. You're changing the topic. If you are looking for a wife between the ages of eighteen to thirty-four, why did you find one? I never said I wanted to be married in America. I never said I want to get married in this country. Why are you get married in general. I never said that. So you can't put that on me. Now, I don't mind being in relationships, but I ain't the marriage type. What you mad for? Hold on. Everybody left? I don't see nobody else. No, we still here. I had to let y'all get this out. But what what I'm curious about, though, Andrew, you said you don't mind being in relationships, but, but what? I said that I never said I was looking to be married from 18 or 30 or whatever. I, I'm not so keen on getting married like that. For real, for real. You could be in a long-term relationship and not be married. Why I'm are not you complaining about setting the record straight because you said a lot of stuff that, that's wrong. I don't do a pay. How can you be a pay? Y'all act like a lot of old, out-of-touch people that don't get out. Get the heck out your community. Get outside. Talk to people. You know, you, you can have these conversations in and person. I have these conversations in person. With you act like you literally have not been outside of your community. You act like someone <laughs> who doesn't travel outside of a four block. I'm talking radius. about get around you act and like talk someone to people. With a very limited scope and very limited view of the world. I don't have a limited scope. How many? How many American? How many states you? Been? I've been to almost every state in in this country. Dated you black women in almost like every state they reside in. I have the experience. I can speak on this. Well, you ain't left the so corner. Why? That's how you act like. No, he's acting like he's he's acting like how a lot of them act. He's, he's talking out of both sides. Of the even what you say with the dating sense. apps, black women are on or dating apps way more. Black women are on no, social media. No, we're not. Black, black women also. are the, that's that's not true. participating yeah. on on dating apps and all the women. And again, seventy percent of the participants on dating apps are men. And no, black women participate. I'm talking least. about the ones that black women don't. I ain't talking about the ones white people go to. I don't check for white women and, and Asian women, Latina women like that. I'm strictly talking and about black. And you're, you're you're changing the topic, son. You're changing Damn, the topic. I'm talking about black women. What not, you're not saying women doesn't make sense. What you saying don't make why, sense. If women are out sexing men, how are you going to blame the men as we homemakers? That makes are we the responsibility for them being gay? Because you are oppressed to find a black woman that ain't sleeping with a woman. Most black men ain't gay. You you want to go to that statue? And most black women aren't gay. Most black women have had a lot of bisexual, trisexual experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most black again. women are not gay. <laughs> there was a statement that said you're black just, women are the second you're, you're, you're gayest going into your right feelings and stuff. Like, it's ridiculous. You're number two. Most black women are not gay. It's funny how most black women chase white men. Out his, like, he pulls how he feels out of the air and presents it as fact. 
No, no stats, you know no, no article, nothing to support it because he says it's what he sees and he that, presents oh, it oh, as oh. fact. Some of the stuff I talk about was on the news. Like I'm a, when I was so back in the day, it was on the national support, news that woman okay, I'm with domestic I'm only going to ask for one thing. Please support the assertion that you just made that black women are the second okay. gayest group. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 yes, that's, that that's was the most, that came out and said white people are gay. you going to argue that white men are the number one gayest group of people amongst their population? Would you argue that from from what you see, were seeing? You wouldn't know that that would you? Are not I don't I don't throw those arguments out without stats. So unless I look it up, I'm not gonna throw that argument out. So I don't have an argument for that that um for the conversation I'm at all. I'm saying but if somebody told you that, would you say that and and what you're saying you don't believe that's true? You go by I don't know. you go by stats, you gotta also go by what you see in, in, in I have public. No clue. Okay, but you wouldn't argue that. But when I say something about a black woman, you wouldn't argue that. No, I wanna know where you got that from because it came from nowhere. It didn't come from nowhere. Where that was about maybe it was probably about five or six years ago. I don't know the update, but black women ain't got straight in the last five years. From I'm where? not making it up. <laughs> I'm not making it up. Uh, that's what I'm saying. This dude here, he he a piece of work. Shout out to Grinch. Yeah. He said on oh, some real ish. What's funny is that I'm a 304 maker and my woman isn't damaged, don't got bodies, and that who say is fresh. She's cooperative and all that. And she ain't my first like this. Y'all vibe be off for real. Um, Andrew, you want to respond to that? Uh, what, what did they say? Did somebody send a uh, message towards me? What did they say? Say it again. I, I'm just saying. He was saying that he didn't found like the, the Virgin Mary. And That's fine. I've she's found cooperative. a good black woman. He's saying, like, what is your you know problem what? with finding a good black woman? No, I don't. I, I can have some come on this goddamn panel that know me personally. Then y'all gonna really look foolish. How about that? How about I had some come on in? Y'all drop that goddamn link and they talk about what kind of curse I am. I'm out here in these streets. I ain't hard to find. I have no problem having women that do anything for me. Who so we can do that. And why are you complaining? I'm not complaining. I'm setting the record straight. You acting like you just reading off a little stats of maybe a few thousand studies of people. Then when you go out in real life, when you on these dating apps, when you see the same black woman on that joint building for 20, 30 years, you talking about black men, black women aren't on dating apps as much as men. Black women treat dating apps the same way they treat Instagram. It's nothing but attention. And most of them on there aren't prostitutes. They they, they all they're so, looking for sex and attention. So you saying a okay. lot a lot of uh, uh, making a lot of assumptions without how many times you've been on on Tinder tagging plenty of fish. I had. You want to tell me my, my experience on there? Ask me how many much sex I had, and how much I had to pay for it. I ain't the only one. You you got to really us men congregate and talk about our experiences with women. So, so where's your experience? So you're chasing hoes and you're mad because hoes are hoes. I didn't say I was chasing hoes, but the majority of black women you meet are going to be easy hoes. I never said I never had sex with a woman on the first day. It's not hard for me to get sex in general, but that doesn't make me a hole maker because if a woman asks for my penis and I fucking oblige her sometimes on the first night, that don't make me a hole maker. I've been getting something to brag to their girlfriends about. I'm not complaining about hoes, but but you're putting out stuff out there. What you're saying doesn't equate to our experiences. You remember Black Planet back in the day? They even had to shut that down because black women was using that for sex instead of networking like it was supposed to be. Black women always have a line looking up to get free sex. So what are you talking about? It's always black woman's fault, baby. (laughs) She got black. But you're making it seem like it's more on the men than the women. And you change everything, and then you turn around and you're mad because the women are, are being pursued. You act like I'm someone's not mad, but I'm saying you're talking about someone that you don't have yours. experience. 
I'm not mad about yeah, that. I'm saying get out there, get the experience, then bring bring your stats and your. I'll bring stats and my experience, not just a stats I read online. Yes, somewhere. you, you are. Bring you hoes. are. Your experience is proving everybody's point, which is you pursue hoes and you're mad because hoes are hoes, and now I you want a wife. You spend your whole life like, pursuing hoes, except you don't really want a wife. I don't just want to hold the same way I don't pursue gay and bisexual black women. But since so many of y'all that, I'm gonna run into y'all. I don't pursue that. Okay. It just so happened that many but, of y'all. But, but I, thought, I thought y'all were getting your passports and you were leaving. And I am. Great. I never said I was getting my passport. Most of them oh, women are getting ran through my dirty ass. Go to your local post office and get that. the passport and hop on a flight and live your life. Yes, I don't want white men's leftovers. Well, women are going to be somebody's leftovers because women like you are I know how trifling white people get down. I don't want to smash behind white boys. When you go to the... No, he wants the Asian right. woman. The, the Filipinos cut off her internet again. Good. <laughs> he wants he wants the Asian men's uh, leftovers. Remember, George white women are out. The now. Asian woman chasing the white boys. White white <laughs> women are out. It's the Asian white women, women are and Latina out. and Latina women. That's facts. <laughs> Those are right. white women. I mean, white men leftovers too. Latina women. Everybody's the white man. Somebody you gotta come, you don't have to come to peace. That's that what happens when you're productive. We don't live in a world what? full of virgins anymore. That's just what it is. No, that's really right. You do know where them high HIV stats came from in Asia, especially in the Philippines, uh, not like about 10 years ago. That came from white men, sex tourism. Them white dudes be running through all them countries, bringing up their STD rates. I know what goes on. Wasn't there a white dude in South Carolina giving a whole bunch of black women HIV? Exactly. And black women came on here and blamed black men for that. Talking about you didn't protect the community. I do remember, that. Police I every do black remember that. I remember that. I do yeah. remember that. Do we want to talk about the the CDC reports? They don't because every state every, every state has it, every county has it, and you don't want to talk about just one white I, man I'm in South the Carolina. Area, and I'm well aware of the right. HIV stats okay. versus women let's and men. Not, so let's yeah, not, you want let's to talk not about bring that? up the white the one white man in South Carolina if we want to talk about HIV because that's not a pretty picture. Let's let's be realistic. Well, <sighs> I agree. This is very robust. Um, yeah. Let me read the super chats concrete. Uh, shout out to Gabe A. He says, wait, he ain't the marriage type, but he's complaining about women not being ready for marriage. He wants marriage ready commitment without getting married to those women. Uh, Andrew? I never said anything necessarily about marriage, but I am for relationships. I've been in monogamous relationships, so you don't have to be married to be in good, healthy, monogamous relationships. So what the hell are you talking about? When's the last time you was in a monogamous relationship? Say that four years ago. When the last time you was in a monogamous relationship? I said, <laughs> and how long that monogamy last? Long, longer than longer than longer than two weeks. What do you say? Why, why are you bad? What do you say? When? I heard what you said, Sister George. No, so how I heard what you said about four, about four years ago. About four years ago. Four years ago. And did it last longer than two weeks? Oh. All my relationship lasts longer than two weeks. The monogamy, huh? Not the relationship. I ain't, I never cheated. <laughs> I've never cheated no, before, even though I can't. But the but thing is, you in a monogamous relationship, so are you just wasting her good years, wasting her youth? Where if you oh, if you have no interest in marriage, then you wasting her time, right? It, it, you know? Ran you up know her body count unnecessarily. Not everybody want to be married. You don't have to be married to be in a real relationship. I'm not saying that I won't, but I'm not pro-marriage. Because it benefits. But why are you running up a woman's body count? Why are you causing problems? You know what? Her wanted to be in a relationship with me, and I obliged her ass. 
You no, said that marriage benefits marriage benefits women more than it benefits more than the men. Of course, in this country, and yes. The interesting thing is, even from the study that I just read, where men are the primary ones that want long-term committed relationships, it's because, and women often say this, committed long-term monogamous relationships, including marriage, benefit men more. Marriage benefit men. Like that's what women say. And that's the primary argument that women are now opening their eyes to seeing that. And that's why I think a lot of women are opting out of marriage because they don't really see the benefit in it. They feel that it benefits men more. That's the argument that women are making that if I have to work outside the home, if I have to come home and take care of the kids and I have to wash your drawers, I got to clean up after the kids go to bed, check over homework, you know, uh, eat my food cold because I didn't already cook dinner clean, you know, mop the floor, did a load of laundry and all that. And everybody in bed by the time I eat and get in the shower, then I got to come in the bed and please you that it's not really worth it. And that's what a lot of women are saying. That's the argument that they're making while you see it to where you think that marriage benefits women more. I can see the argument where that men are making that divorce. First of all, you got to realize most black women are fake Christians or fake religious. You make a vow between you. It's a union between you, the man and God. Most black women and most American women ain't godly or Christian like that. And I don't be doing all this God religious stuff like that either. So I'm not trying to break a vow to a human and God. That that makes me double fucked up. See, women don't even think about it like that. You made a promise to God that you for better, for better, worse, sickness, health, and all that. And broad still have no issue with um going through uh, divorces. So I'm not trying to bring all that the white man system of this of marriage between God and this triangle union. I'm not trying to do it the traditional way. Like I said, you don't have to follow a system in order for you to have a union yeah, and make I, a family work. You can do it yeah, your way. You know, I don't believe, subscribe to, I don't, you know, you don't have to have state sanctioned marriage to have a, yeah. a union that, you know, both you and your partner recognize and whatever creator you guys subscribe to or whatever y'all believe in, you know, mm-hmm. marriage and your union is what you guys subscribe to and believe in. It doesn't necessarily have to be state sanctioned for me to recognize it personally. Okay, exactly. Okay. So, what exactly is the complaint? I don't have a complaint. I'm setting the record straight. Setting the record straight ain't complaining. But you was on here talking. What is the record? What is the record that you want that black men can have short term relationships with black women? It's not hard because we're all hoes. Is that that's that's what you're stating? Who who leads the relationship more, the man or the woman? It's not like every time a black man gets a relationship, he's planning to be short terms. First of all, we got to start respecting each other as a people. If we don't respect each other as a whole as a people, most black relationships ain't going to work. And it starts with yourself. It starts with how you treat yourself shows how how you respect men. It goes on how you carry yourself online, the shit you post on your Instagram, the shit you post on whatever your social media is, and how you carry yourself in public. That's the issue. So we respect each other and, and and black lives really fucking matter and our relationships will really last long. It has nothing to do with, oh, it's just a man's fault or the woman's fault. We got to get to a point where we find I never said it each was other. A man or the woman's fault. Yeah, but you're saying, saying like... You just I'm, be, no, I'm saying be honest. You keep saying that you want women to behave a certain way and then when they behave that certain way, you're saying, no, not like that. What do you, you want you to have Netflix and chill. You don't want to spend money on a date. You want to have sex I by the third day. Why do you pretend I'm not like saying you specifically. I'm saying the overall. I'm saying the sex? overall culture. The overall culture. The overall culture. 
People complain about having to spend money on dates. You don't want to have dinner dates. You want to go on coffee dates. dates I'm a prime example of that. Women just like if a woman likes you, she's gonna be blessed even being your goddamn friend. It's so up the game you're gonna give her. Come on now. Okay, so I'm saying you you that it's the game. It's the pimp culture. So I'm saying you're mad game because is knowledge. We, we, we spew game back and forth to each other. I'm talking about knowledge. I ain't talking about just some pimp game. When I say game, spitting game, I'm talking about knowledge of life that you can apply to help yourself. Everybody should be able to spit some game. Okay, I'm so how are you helping yourself if we're having short-term sexual relationships, no marriage involved, and then the next step is going to be complaining about the out-of-wedlock um, childbirth rate. No one wants to get married. No one wants to have long-term relationships outside of the man's system. You don't want to, everybody wants to go 50-50 or less. I mean, what, we have a messed up culture and you're mad because the, the outcome and the outlook looks ridiculous. No, but you, I mean, but you, but you want things out without, just, you, you, a lot of old black women do this. Rose, Rose do this sometimes too. Sorry, Conquer Rose, you know, I love you, gotta be real with you. Y'all sometimes go off of what happened to y'all 30 years ago, but what Don't you see your few so-called good people. No, this is what's happening today. You have to be today. out in public and, all, and see how this is what's happening today. I was 10. I'm not an old black woman. <laughs> you that's, what I'm that's what's happening today. You this is what like people, you're woman. literally online anyway. complaining about it today. I just said I'm not complaining. Why do you block me? I'm not talking about you reality? specifically. I'm talking about the overall culture. You can go online and see this today. So what are you talking about 30 years it's ago? Not the right, they have the right to complain. It's like black women got the right okay, to lie on black men to complain. Okay, but that's my point. That is my I'm not point. I'm complaining what? because I got a good with black women, but I'm saying I'm setting the record. If you're going to have a conversation, I'm going to bring up what I know and what I've experienced. Like you're supposed to bring up what you know experience. Just because it doesn't, it goes against what you say don't mean I'm complaining or being combative. That's not the point. What I'm saying is you talking like somebody that you've read instead of most and black women are on dating apps selling pussy. No, the hell they ain't. They all bet you don't looking I for never attention. never even said that. Yes, you what did say that? mention about black women prostituting on dating apps. That's what, why they mostly on. He said that earlier. No, she didn't say no, that. She, she, what yes, are she you talking about? No, she, she said that most of black, black women on dating apps are prostitute. That's She said that earlier. She did not say no. that. You said that. Exactly. No, you can, can run it back. That's before I think before I got on. She said that we can you can run it she back. She didn't later. say black women no. were prostituting on dating. Well, but did she say women or black? She said women. Did you say women or black women? She still said women. No, I heard women and prostitutes. I said the vast majority. No, I said the vast majority of women are not on dating apps. When the dating apps first started, it was about dating and relationships. Mm -hmm. Then it turned into I just want to find someone to have sex with. A lot of the women dropped out of that. So now you have a lot of women who are still on that. A good portion of them are pretty much free hookers, which is even well, dumber than prostitution. Because you're not even, okay. no, that's Black dumber than prostitution. At least prostitutes get sex. paid. You're not doing they anything. Free sex, yeah, on dating apps. Oh, did you say you're exactly. not doing anything that's for free on saying. a dating app? Uh, come on now. You mean to tell me that a lot of us men ain't getting free sex on dating apps? You want to go there? You no, you are. That's my whole point. You're basically, like I said, it's free prostitution. You're not even paying for it. You're putting the hookers out of business. How is that free prostitution? If we give it, they ask for it. We don't. We don't force them. How's that prostitution? Oh my lord! Can we get Women, women get Let validated me. by the kind of men that they're attracted to. That's 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 by nature. 
So a okay. woman being sexually attracted to a man that's her type, that's not nothing to do with prostitution. Now she ain't supposed to be doing that often or with a bunch of different dudes, but that's just nature. So what are we talking about here? These two could do this. I don't know what you're talking about. You ain't making a damn yeah. bit of sense, but okay. Let me actually chime in. I wanted, I know Danny wants to read the super chat and then I wanted to let Dr. Eugene in because I don't think he's had a chance to say anything. But he'd be so nice about it. Listen. He's a doctor. Concrete, you was going to say your piece and then you went on mute. <laughs> okay, fuck it. I didn't have anything to say. I just, wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to chime in so I could like, because I know that they'll go back and forth. So oh. just wake up the the monotony and I and I didn't know is it PH Diva if she also after Dr. Eugene had something else to add. I know she chimed in to just ad lib, but that too. Okay. Shout out to Leo. Anthony, he says, I think the hookup culture changed relationship, changed the relationship dynamics in general for both sides. Thanks for having me. Um shout out to you, Leo. Thank you so much for coming through. Um and super slide where you go. Okay, because I had one from there. We go. Uh, shout out to Super Sly. He says, Majority of black women are bisexual, respectfully. <laughs> Thank you, Super Sly. I don't know if I've ever seen Super Sly over here. This Super Sly, Super Sly, or a different Super Sly? No, it's the same boy. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know how y'all are making that assertion. I do see that some stats were dropped in the chat, and it was one that something supposedly said 23% of Black women identify as bisexual. That's not majority, but I will look into the um, report, the, the yeah. Um, study. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Marvel318 for the super sticker. Thank you so much, Marvel. And shout out to Demetrius. He said, Mr. J and Andy. Andy need to get together. She's going to tear Andy ass up. And he'll love every minute of it. You know? <laughs> Um, a shout out to y'all. Um, we are getting ready to wrap this thing up because I ain't ate and y'all know I need to be myself. Because Carlin and left me in the house sick. Think about that, y'all. I'm here sick. He said you out of him earlier. That's his payback. Um, some hoe ass shit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Dr. Eugene, what are your mm -hmm. thoughts? You know, I have been, you know, listening to this as I drove in, you know, they talk about pornography, okay? Let me tell you something about that. You watch you watch a porn scene, you wish you were that guy in, in the uh, movie. You do a jerk and squirt. But I'm going to tell you something about that. You... It gives you that nice sexual release, but that that feeling is not going to last a few. It, it only lasts a few minutes. It can only give you that release. It's not going to cure you, cure your lonely condition, or what have you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm a man. I'm the type of man who's not looking, you know, to bust people down. Okay, I'm a type of man who looks for relationships 
and I've been in it. No kids. What have you. Now, here I am 52 years old. Still no kids or what have you. Okay? Now, what I just said about you know, pornography, I mean, think about it. You can go out, bust as many chicks down as you want. But each night, it's, it, that feeling's not going to last forever. Okay? It, it can only give you sexual release. It will not give you a person you know, to talk to you know, for the rest of your life. Because at the end of the day, it's just you and the four walls surrounding you. Okay. And I think this is where a lot of your know, dating goes wrong. It becomes now, um, you know, bust down as many chicks as you want. It seems, I mean, it, it's taking center stage in dating. People don't want, and, and, and I've heard this, people don't want relationships anymore. But, but have we ever, have we forgotten what being in a relationship is supposed to be about? It is about, you know, building a family. And I think we have, and I think we have totally forgot that. Now, as a 50 year old, the challenges that I have is to is where to find these women around my age group. Okay, you not you, you barely you barely find them on the dating sites. Yeah, I know there there are sites like Silver Singles or what have you. Yeah, what what's going on on those sites? You don't want no old women. Well, they threw I wouldn't mind dating another fifty year old. I wouldn't mind dating you know a forty year old. I wouldn't mind that. But every time I get in those sites, you know it's. It's like, you know, I could not really find where I want. So my last resort is YouTube. I know there are a couple of dating shows right now in YouTube. I participate in it. Okay. You know, you know, you know, as a 50 year old, you're, you're, I'm running out of options here. So I have to figure out where to find these. I know they're out there somewhere. Dr. Steele. Yes, sir. Do you have your passport? <laughs> no. I'm not dead serious when I'm asking that. I'm dead serious. Do you not understand that Dr. Steele does not want these uh, dirty doctor, he's a doctor. <laughs> rice making, he, he, he rice and bean making, tortilla, chalupa making hoes. He wants that American thing. He wants some greens and cornbread. And some fried fucking chicken. Because no. I'm trying to tell you, he'll go and get Brenda down at the store that your ass rejected. Now, let me say this. He's going to be happily married, eating good, getting taken care of, bubble baths, house smelling like fried chicken on the Sunday, collard greens on the stove. She's going to wake up on a Saturday credit. with that bleach and pine saw, Patty LaBelle playing early in the morning. Baby, let me no. tell you something. You're going to be missing out. You're going to be missing out. Now let me tell you. Over there, gassy as hell, 
from all them damn shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me take. Don't be unconscious with bleach and pine salt. Don't put that together. <laughs> you gotta raise the windows. You gotta know how to do it. My mama always let the windows up. You know. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, let me tell you something about that. Okay. <laughs> Even if I were to get my passport and go to some foreign co- countries, it's not a one hundred percent guarantee. Still. It's better than what we have here, though. Apparently not. Yo ass still here. <laughs> no, I like having a conversation. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, you're still I mean, in the I, states, I, though. Yeah, I'm not yeah. giving up this money. Are you crazy? Yeah, I mean, exactly. And I love this house. Here. No, I love this house, though. Yeah, I, I I hear about these foreign women a lot. Yeah, they seem to be you know culturally behaving. Or, or, or that matter, but still, it's still not a hundred percent guarantee. We gonna get you there, Doctor. You're gonna get, get one of those women. We gonna get no, you there. No guarantee. Doctor still say ain't none, ain't no like American cooch. Like no, he just he just said he just said the women over here wasn't hitting on nothing. He ain't he just said that. He ain't say that. Oh. That's what he said. Bottom line is that this. words in his mouth. He hey, hey. Oh, like the bottom line, line is this, okay? You know, you still, you know, you don't know where where you're going to look, whether it's here in this country or abroad, okay? You don't know where you're going to look to find, you know, the woman you want. And if you do see the woman that you want, you know, you have to do something to impress that woman wherever you go. So it's not 100%. That's all I got to say. A 25 year old in the Philippines right now that I'll be happy to have you. <laughs> he said 25 he, year old dime. He, he want a woman that's used to having running water, water in her house. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> now, if y'all, end up, now if y'all end up on national news in Thailand, I don't want to hear nothing. Now, if I end up on the national news in Thailand, I done made this shit. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our Thai people. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> All three of them. If Listen, somebody over there listening, <laughs> right? Nah, you know, we talk shit. Um, but we're gonna start with final thoughts. Um, Dr. Eugene, what are your final thoughts on the show? Well, my final thoughts about you know why black men are, are, are single I mean, the reasons vary. Okay, there could be some who are in cells, there could be some to where, um, you know. They're not living up to women's standards. Uh, most of them unrealistically. There are some who are who are realistic. There are some who want relationship, but feel like the women you know they want they they look at do not. And there are some where, in my case, don't know where to go, even though even though they're out there. So it's 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 a variety of reasons for me. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Dr. Eugene Steele. We yeah. most certainly appreciate you uh, getting these young bloods in check because <laughs> they need it. They really we gotta do. Get, we got we to hook up Dr. Steele. Uh, uh, stay away from you me. You can't even hook him up. How you going to hook he him up? Bad, he a bad influence. I'm a bad influence. Mm-hmm. Get your passport, Dr. Steele. <laughs> Get your passport. You got, you got your passport. Yep. 
child passport smashport ain't shit popping uh, thank you dr Steele. have a good day you too thank you thank you ph diva what are your final thoughts um, well, so I think earlier in the show, I think it was you, Sister George, it might have been you, Concrete. Um, one of you said that Black women have made changes in response to the um, criticisms that Black men have you know, leveled against us in terms of our dating and mating choices. And so, and then you also said we're still being criticized after making the changes. So I think the point is that Black women you can twist yourself into a pretzel and you still gonna get criticized because the issue is not you, the issue is them. They hate themselves and so thereby, therefore by extension, they're gonna hate you regardless. And so I think black women just need to do what's in our own best interest and let them go and ruin those other women's lives because we're already starting to see the backlash from those other women the same way we have seen from white women, you know, at one point, white women were trying to bash black women, you know, saying we got your men, but now they saying, hey, we got the same black man that you got and we see what you mean, uh, you know, same with Latinas. And so now they've had to take their show on the road. And so those other women will re be reporting back shortly with the same <laughs> issues that black women have talked about for years. And so again, the issue is not black women. Certainly we, we have some improvements that we could still make, but understand that you, you could be perfect. They're always gonna fit, find a way to try to blame you for their own issues. And so I think that's the takeaway from all of this. Oh, PhD, very, that was a word. <laughs> <laughs> very, very interesting take. Um, I definitely highlighted the point regarding Black women changing their, uh, you know, the, the way that they date and mate. And um, I think that you definitely took it in a different direction, but definitely a very interesting take on it. I, I, I was not expecting that, but I'm glad that you came up. And I like hearing different perspectives, so I'm mad at it. We appreciate you joining the panel. I believe this was your first time, so... I used to be one of y'all. I used to have a wrench and y'all took my wrench from me. What happened? Oh, but did you uh, change your profile? Because you must have been under something else. That, that's probably what it was, child. Because listen, yeah. I'd be like, who the fuck is it? Nope. Yeah, I'll me too. The name name don't... In the back chat. I'll put the name that I'm under in the chat. Okay. okay. Yeah, maybe. We got you. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But thank you again for joining us. We definitely appreciate you, sis. Thank you for having me. Oh, girl, I remember. <laughs> what happened? Child, you used to show your ass. I did, I did. But I was okay. a lot of fun. I was you a lot is, of fun. Child, you oh, is a lot of fun. I want my wrench back. Okay. Girl, drop drop yeah. a comment in the chat, girl. We got you, child. Okay, all right. We got you. Y'all have a good one. All right, you Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Mixed How Universe, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> First of all, I'm serious about getting Dr. Still. Um, up out of here, <laughs> you can't have it. them, not now, not never. <laughs> nice. We got um, a color purple Dr. Still, child. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I think that we are going through a transition period of what things used to be and what things are going to be. Um, and men have to adjust. Uh, I mean, if women want men to pay... Actually, no, I don't believe that's the case. I think women want to be single. Black women especially. And that's fine. That's okay. And if the women that don't want to be single, they're asking for a premium, that's fine too. Now, what are the men going to do? That's what. That's my question to the men. What are you going to do? Are you going to pay more for a, an inferior product? Because that's, that's essentially what we're talking about. You're paying more and you're getting less. And you know, and if you unless you've been sleeping on a rock for the past 10 months, you know there's better options out there. While no, Rose, most black men do not have their passports. I guarantee you we're going to see a surge of black men um, when they do get their passports. Guaranteed. Don't get stuck in nobody airport, not able to come back home. Having yeah, to always, take donations. Always. Matter of fact, did you help the brother that was stuck over there? Did you send a hundred dollar donation what to that brother? The fuck do I look like sending a dude any money and he can't budget himself? No. I get hey, I bet you this. I bet you won't do it again. Do you think that that reflected poorly on the passport bros? Because people were saying it makes the passport bros look incompetent. Like that they was questioning the competency of passport that's, bros. That's fine. That's fine. What yeah. do you think though? Do you think that that reflected poorly on passport bros? You got that right to look bad. <laughs> like we like we all out here broke? No. Like what dude said he paid a hundred some dollars for a ticket on Spirit or some shit? And he, and he, I guess he overslept or something. Oh my god! This dude, and this dude, he was he in his mid to late forties or something, oh, something like that. Talk like, about he, he had fifteen, fifteen dollars in his pocket, and he was hungry. I would have kept that shit to myself. Why would you go on the internet and say that? I would. I'm not even a passport, passport I'm not even a passport, bro. Y'all been crib walking all over the fucking internet with this shit. I would, and you ain't want to send that man no damn money. Uh, I want to send money to get him off the internet. Like I'll pay you a thousand dollars to hunt. What? I would have paid him a thousand dollars to take it down and stop talking because that was totally embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I'm not even a passport, bro. And I was like, damn, dude, seriously, stop. No, we can't. That we was can't awful. A, we can't set a negative precedent out here, broke dudes out here just winging it. No, if you are set a worse precedent. Yeah, I agree. But you, no, if you get your ass thrown at a, uh, at an airport and you don't you have any sort of network, you tell me that Maria wouldn't help him get back to the states. Uh, my question is, where was I thought his Maria? They were such good women. She Listen, Maria, Maria got paid for that money. hour, hon. She wasn't trying to. She, she ain't a travel him. agent. She got paid for that number. hour, and then she left. She went on to her next client. She ain't a Who travel agent. About, can I have a hundred dollars back of that little change I gave? <laughs> No. That's why they have the thing. You got to pay ahead of time, pay up front. Do y'all know if he got back? Or is he still over there? Did he have to go we get a job? Know. Get a job making seventy. He did. He know he got back. He might still. No, he got back. He got. He got back. He did. He went on someone else's live and was talking. He got back. Oh my god, he should be. He should have been ashamed to show his face after that. Ooh. But you know, no, he ain't ashamed at all, hun. He's he's reveling in the clout. How much you want to bet he got kids though? Well, he was in jail since he was 18. He just recently oh, okay. got out. So, no, seriously, this man, um, Grandmaster Troll, did a, a thing about his life. It gets worse. 
this is the this was the horrible example to be out there. Y'all need to pay him money to hush world. him up because he's making it look bad. No, seriously, oh, he if look at Grandmaster Troll's video about him. It's terrible. It makes us it makes black people in general look horrible. This is not a funny story. It's not funny. It's it's bad. But he's one Man, guy. Now they're trying to separate themselves from the passport pookies and shit, talking about these I, are passports. I, 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 I can That's see why. I, no, I can see why they would want to they want to yeah. separate from him. But telling yeah. you, it's no, awful. All awful passport situation. dudes are the same, just like all black women are the same. No, yeah. well, y'all exactly. keep asserting that we keep going over there to trick. Y'all keep saying that, even though we're telling y'all we're not. No, he literally was talking about the fact that he was tricking y'all. He no, 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 no. I'm talking about it. these two, my two big sisters up there. They've been saying for the past year, two years, maybe even three, that we. Go I mean, when there. people have videos of showing you tricking, what you supposed to not notice? No, it? Well, a video of a guy with a woman doesn't mean he's tricking. No, 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 not a video. These are several men saying their passport bros, and they're literally interviewing the prostitute they're sleeping with. I mean, this slow. is. Okay, so the the actions of one or two people does not reflect. What on are it ain't one or two. It's. It's, come on, yeah. It's come on now. I haven't met a dude that's I, with since we've been in the manosphere for about five to seven years. I cannot time, name no the only, no. He got did he get married while we've been here? Who we got talking about? I was thinking names. about Pablo. Did Pablo he get married? He did, home? but he got divorced. His wife within this five to seven years. Okay. Pablo would be the one band that got married and divorced since we've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the passport bros are concerned. The um crap. Yeah. Exactly. Name. No. Exactly. No, the, the other guy. I can't think of He was literally He was throwing his marriage up in our face, like touting it like clown he really was. regarding his marriage. He and was then, like, you ain't gonna be able to be like Maria over here. That, he's <laughs> like, like, don't, 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 y'all, don't nobody. Don't y'all celebrate your marriage? This. Huh? Don't y'all celebrate y'all marriage? As much as you were saying my husband. No, the difference is he was he was lying about his marriage for the longest time. And And he got called out on it. And telling other people what we have is better than what they have. That's the difference. You can celebrate what you have without no other people. He literally tried to he got outed and had to and had to come straight that he was that she went ahead and got her citizenship and then she bounced. I agree with that, Rose. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but here's the thing that I want to say about Passport Bros, because me personally, I don't care. I mean, do what you want to do. But I want to say one thing. Y'all are acting like those other countries don't have men. So? So do you think these people are just going to let you roll up and just run through their women and whisk them away and knock them up and then leave there's, the babies behind? They're going to be like, oh, okay, great. There's not a, that, a no. scarcity of women <laughs> in those countries. There's not yeah. a scarcity of and if there's a scarcity in Asian countries, a lot of you trying to go to, there's a scarcity of women, which basically no, means they're going to... But outside of China, no, Asian... there's not. Okay. Outside of China, no, there's not. Okay. Shout out to Sexy Reds. He beat in the building. Hey, Red. But I do thank y'all. Um, this was... Uh, well, it was thank great you. until... Um, Miss J told your ass out the frame. Miss huh? <laughs> J told you and Andrew ass out the frame today. No, she didn't make a point. She was just saying that um, the reason why black black women weren't um, uh, dating these dudes is because they didn't have jobs. I didn't. I mean, okay. 
I don't know how that correlates or if that's even true, but if that's the case, it is true. I looked it up. It's real Googleable and easy to find, baby. It co- first thing that pop up, boop. Okay, so what's the number of black men that has fallen off? I guess since COVID. I didn't go to the study, but it's in USA Today. It came first thing that came up. Just Google it, and the research is there. I didn't. I was reading it while we were on the air. What did it say? Can you give me like a? a I guess um, she I just said Google it. you. <laughs> it just was talking be, about. First of all, first of all, Missy, I should be asking you. Number of you're the one that uh, men it. that are exiting the job force, like that men are exiting the job force in large numbers since 2017. Okay. And dropping out of school. Well, we've known about that for the past decade. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, well, I mean, it's it's showing up in the, the later on thing. There's reasons for that, though. Um, There's always reasons. And to Miss Miss J's other point, there uh, in the Philippines, was that y'all love to brag about? There are there are more men than women, so they the men do outnumber the women. So oh, y'all going over there to trying to take they women when the men outnumber the women. So those men are going to rise up and then what? Kill all. So foreigners? you think they supposed to just what? roll out? They the don't race? even have it's to do be, that. All you all you know they war. No, they don't have to do that. You know, all they need to do is basically make it hard for you into their country. Actually, they're making it easier for foreigners to come into their country. Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, like I said, all they need to do is make it harder. Yeah, and it's going to stop you in. It's yeah, right happen. now. Okay. It's a developing country that wants foreign dollars. It's not going to happen. Same thing with Thailand. Foreign dollars and men who are buying prostitutes are two separate things. It's so if you don't money, get your image, if you don't get your money. image under control and stop promoting that, trust and believe they will stop. Mm-hmm. They're looking for job investment. They're not looking yeah, for not someone to knock up their women, spread disease, and run up their body count. That's not going to happen. Economy. Creating baby mamas over sense. there. Not going to stop. All right. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going. Thank you, Ball Hair. How we appreciate you too. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is to me personally I, I just think black women should just sit back and let it happen just sit back and watch why i don't understand why so many people are getting upset about it it, it don't affect you let them do it yeah. let people learn the hard way i agree experience is the best teacher in life so people want to do agree. it this is this is a free country they can go down to a local post office, get a passport, pay $160, get on a Spirit or Frontier airline, fly over there, and enjoy yourself. But when those oh, consequences no. come, don't come crying, because I'm not going to want to hear it. You did it to yourself, and that's just all there is to it. Let them do I it. I agree. And that's the mindset that I've kind of taken on. I used to feel some type of way about it, but I'm like, baby, like, let them do what they do. They will, you know, they're they're literally seeing the effects of it. Look what happened with Austin Hollerman, like literally. And then they still somehow tried to blame that on black women. They still tried to blame that on black women. They launched a campaign and said, you got to get the hell up out of here. You are promoting sex tourism and this man trying to build a compound over there in Brazil. And then they still, like I said, it's still somehow they tried to link it to black women some way, somehow. So, you know, sometimes the black women, the, huh? Well, one thing I always, the thing that I can't understand is 
the mindset. You're complaining about the whole culture over here. Our culture is messed up. Go overseas to find a woman of a different culture. So you can go overseas and do the same exact shit that you're complaining about that happens over here. So basically, you want to turn their women into our, our so-called women? Do you not see how that long-term does not work? Mm-hmm. The reason why our culture was not always like this. We did not have a whole culture. It was changed into that, promoted that. You promoted hoes and hoeing. And now you're going overseas, spreading the shit worldwide. How is that gonna? How how is that gonna work twenty years from now? Mm. See, Dolores Tucker told us in the early nineties, "Don't <laughs> promote this shit in your music. You will ruin your generations." They dogged that woman out, dogged her out. She was one thousand percent correct. Oh, one thousand percent. People were warned not to do this. Mm. Two Live Crew took the case to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And now you're complaining about Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're changing. This is the result of what you promote. You're mad about dating apps. You turn the dating apps from dating and relationships into hookups. And mm-hmm. now you're mad because you're not being chosen. I'm sorry, if a hot guy is on the site, they're going to pick that guy. It's not the fault of the woman. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. I'm saying you're you're choosing this situation, and then 20 years from now, you're going to be complaining about the very situation you created. Just like Peterson said, like if if there's a hot a better choice or you know a guy that a woman deems hotter, then she's not wrong. She's not wrong. If for you're choosing, only choosing, yeah. yeah. If you're only choosing sex, she's gonna choose a hot guy. Mm-hmm. If that's what all you're offering is dick, why would she not choose the good dick? Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh oh. <laughs> Baby, we got a word from Miss J today, honey. Um, Ms. I J, agree. This <laughs> uh, she did not disappoint. <laughs> no, <laughs> at all. Uh, somebody wants to interview you. Um, check the uh back chat. But, okay. Yeah, girl, and um, let let me know. Let me know. But yeah, we'll you can. You. Okay, you can. Okay. Great. Great. Well, we'll get that set up. Um, but thank you so much for coming, honey. You sure didn't disappoint, mm-hmm. honey. It's been a minute. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. Look at yes. Black okay. Wizard awesome. getting here. You'd have missed the whole thing, Black Wizard. Where was you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But okay, um, well, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. We appreciate you. You as always. Yes. Concrete. Yes. Uh-oh. Child, we had us a show today, honey, and you made it. Yeah. This was I'm definitely so very interesting. Um, I did. <clears throat> Felt like I was gonna cough up a lung, like I'm from Mossy, so like I'm from Mossy, but I made it. Why can't I get my comments back? Um but yeah, this was definitely a very interesting conversation. 
Um, really, really good as to why 63% of uh, men are single and why it's the men's fault that they are single. Um, that, you know, they're not looking internally and all they want to do is point the finger at the women's and you can't do that. Like, that's not going to solve anything. If your focus is just on women and what the women aren't doing and, you know, um, then you're not looking internally regarding what you can fix. And then the other option is me not fixing anything and finding an alternative. Women who will just accept me as I am and never having to level up, never having to improve, never having to focus on self-improvement and going to get women of lesser value from a third world country, not of lesser value, but women who will accept less from a third world country that are used to very meager, that come from very meager, humble beginnings that you know, aren't used to a whole lot and they gonna accept whatever I give them and then I don't have to do a damn thing. And I think that's what men are proposing. And so, um, yeah, but I agree with Jordan Peterson's take that you need to look internally, dog. And, um, and it may not be anything. <laughs> it may simply be that you are... Um, it may simply be your your character. It may be character flaws or character traits, or you may not just be a nice person or easy to get along with, or just like I said, obnoxious, because a lot of y'all have that trait in the bag and it could be off-putting. Yeah. Mm. Well, shout out to everybody that came through. Um, shout out to everybody that super chatted us. A very, very, very special shout out to our panelists today. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, next week. Next week. Ooh. Baby. Be ready. Just, that's all we I say. Some, it's, just, it's some fire coming. Oh, the next month, like, we got some heat, like, coming up. <laughs> next couple months. It's some heat coming. Just be ready. Be ready. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe, hit the like button, all that good stuff, because y'all should have done that. It was a great show. Um, yes. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to y'all for rocking with us. We definitely appreciate yes. it. And, um, yeah, We'll girl. see y'all Wednesday. We'll both be feeling better, a little bit more high energy, but we will definitely see y'all Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> Get classy, my ass. Get cloud, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Don't act like we don't be coming with the heat because you have never, it ain't nobody in the space affiliated with the space who comes with a more diverse set of guests on their panel. Like real talk, who? Who? I want you to name them. We'll wait. Yeah. No, we won't. We got Didn't go. think so. Yeah. I can't stand it. Oh, I can I can't stand that Negro right there. Him and Andrew. Mm, can't stand it. In the chat too, honey. <laughs> Baby, they get on my nerve. Jesus. Talking about some heat, but <laughs> He a 
a whole hater. Like, whole hater out of these streets. And Andy got a man Girl, Listen, me like... and back in the uh back in the day. Yeah, he like back in the nineteen hundreds, <laughs> back in the early nineteen hundreds. <laughs> like, baby, they be trying to play for like he ain't as dang uh, the same age. Ooh, I can't stand them. Mm. You see y'all. him loud and wrong all at the same time, baby. He mad because Miss J told him out the frame. Yeah. Oh, Miss J came mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I do not speak like an old woman, whatever that is. Get the... Whatever. Anyway. We out, y'all. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Peace.